Hello, everybody. This podcast today is brought to you by Amazon, where we drain your soul one package at a time. If you aren't satisfied with the order, we will send another with Jeff Bezos' semen all over it. That is how little they care, everybody. So make sure to order through Amazon today for a free sample of Jeff Bezos' semen. It's probably worth more than what is in your bank account right now. So um, I'm sure you can make a killing selling some of it on eBay before it hits the general market. Um, I have intel that Amazon is going to start selling tubes of Jeff Bezos semen to populate generations forever to come. Today's episode is with internet sensation Jake Trumper. Um, an unfortunate last name, but a very fortunate conversation we had today. Um, we went off the rails toward the end and even got into a little political discussion, which I really enjoyed. Um, having artists and musicians on, I always have trouble deciding whether that's something I want to bring up. So it's always nice when it gets brought up naturally and I can just kind of chime in and just talk about the bullshit that I listen to all day. Um, I really should just like start a fucking I should just be like Dave Smith I, I always criticize people for having more than one podcast but fuck it I should just have a, I just I should just have like a like a 20 minute a week podcast where I just talk about how fucking shitty politics are maybe we'll see we'll see if anybody actually now that's the problem who actually who actually fucking cares anyways uh this guy he has quite a following on tiktok um the internet in general i was I, w- I looked him up and I was reading his bio and he's like the 36th um, either in Cedar Rapids or Iowa the state as a whole like most popular sensational uh, person on the internet so I thought that was interesting I think he's a very bright individual very intelligent and um, yeah I'm gonna shut the fuck up here's the episode everybody everybody you're watching slash listening to the McAllister hours i'm your host as always cole McAllister. um we are joined today by a local uh i don't know guy just guy. A, I, i'm just a just, guy a just guy a on the internet Joe. yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> um he he consider he uh you're a self-described comedian you uh do stuff on tiktok um i think you've done some stand-up um you have the unfortunate last name given up for Jake Trumper. Yes, hello. My last name is has become political recently. I'm lucky that it's spelled T R U E. So like whenever someone looks at it, they're like Jake Trumper, and I'm like, yeah, Trumper. It's it's Trumper. No political affiliation. It's just my last name. It's I don't I don't have any political beliefs. It's just the last name I was given. So yeah, it's it's kind of a like uh, I'm a radio host. Uh, and, and I can't use my real name because it's too divisive. <laughs> so I go by J, uh, JT on the radio because I can't be Jake Trumper because we don't want people thinking like I support a specific candidate. So I'm just JT on the radio. That's hilarious. You yeah. Have to, you have to worry about people getting upset and like <laughs> not people, wanting to listen to you because you they do and and that's why i can't get political on on twitter ever because like um i, I consider myself more in the middle probably yeah, middle little left leaning but mm. um 
if I disagree with someone who's saying like something super far left, I'll be like, well, actually, blah, blah, blah. And they'll be like, you're clearly just a Trump bot. I can see how you communicate with your other Trump followers. All you do is put an E and a P and an E and R. We know who you really are. And I was like, no, it's my last name, man. I'm not political. Just leave me alone. I feel bad. It's just because I feel like now everyone will just think that. If I ever say something, they'll be like, Trump bot. I'm like, no, I'm a real person. Pay it's not my to me. fault. Yeah. I was born with it. Yeah, so it's like being black. It's not my. I, oh, gee, I can't, I can't yeah, help it. I, I totally under. Yeah, no, no. That's a dangerous, dangerous road to go down. Starting out, we're five minutes in. We're already making such dangerous parallels. It's just my last name. I can't stress that. No, I'm canceled. Five minutes in, Jake's canceled. Well, you are on the McAllister hours. No. I yes, yes. Just everyone when they come on, they're immediately canceled afterwards. That's I. I did hear that rumor. You know. Yeah. <laughs> We've had plenty of episodes that have, uh, we haven't gotten any of our content taken down, but we have gotten demonetized on a couple of episodes. There are, because sure. um, I, I just first went to watch some of your videos, I just did through your Instagram, mm-hmm. and they'll be like, validate your age. And I was like, Jesus, what are they talking about? Like, what? What kind of pod? Like, I don't think I've ever been asked to validate my age on any other podcast I listen to. And I thought I listened to some, like, cool ones. So then I'm like, go to listen to yours. I'm like, oh my God, what are they? And it's not like, because I like talk about insane stuff, but I, but it's all demonetized. So I was thrown off by that. I was like, Jesus, what did I get into? Yeah, you know, and it's it's so weird that like the bots are and the algorithm is like panning into like mm-hmm. this kind of show, you know? Yeah, like a pin picking this. Like, they really have the time to like look at this. You know yeah, I mean? they're gonna track you down. They'll they'll track down any video that you have and and that's what i i've always found interesting i struggle with because i'd say compared to a lot of your other guests i'm pretty square i'm gonna be mm-hmm. honest like there's some people i listen to i'm like damn they're cool they're cool i look at myself you guys cigars drink and i'm just like yeah i'm here what's up i got brought my star wars shirt everything's good man what's up so i i just i i thought it was funny because i didn't i i knew what you did but not to like the extent of like where youtube's like i'm gonna track this guy down i'm gonna demonetize this video we're taking him down so i was like oh wow i gotta i was trying to think of stories that made me sound cool on the way i was like if, if he gets this perfect area for me i can sound really cool so if we walk down a, if we get to a certain avenue i've got a story ready a few stories on certain avenues that but it has to be it has to be not forced like you can't ask yeah. me now you can't be like jake how are you cool because then it's forced and everyone's like he's not cool but if we telling you now full disclosure if we lead to something that like it's like a trap card right if you activate my trap card that wasn't cool that was not cool i just did a Yu-Gi-Oh reference on the pot i'm cool i can't stress enough i'm cool everybody please no we just i'm dying jesus okay go 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 damn uh, you have a lot of positive energy, man. Really thank like you, it. thank you. I really like it. Um, no, I, you know, I'm thinking back to that episode that got the last one that got 18 plus. I think we made a joke about a baby from Hitler and Tupac. Yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you just did it again. You're gonna have to like bleep that out, man. You can't. You can't say. So the re- I'm trying not to get demonetized anymore. But the last time we were demonetized, <laughs> says exact thing that gets you demonetized. You can't, you can't, that's like, I've been demonetized for stuff, and then I'm like, I'm never going to mention it, right? Like, we talked about a president, potentially, an older president, JFK, and we talked about what we thought happened to him. We thought about, like, the actual conspiracy theories behind it, mm-hmm. and we got one of those y- little yellow symbols on Damn, it. So, so crazy. It, but I was like, so I can never say that. And you're just like, Hitler babies, got demonetized, <laughs> I'll say it again. <laughs> I'll do it again. So The Macau Sours is moving to parlor. Everybody. Yeah, more power to you. Yeah, yeah. That's 
congratulations on your sponsorship. This is a great episode to make that announcement on. Thank you for uh, making me a part of this. I can't wait to be now connected with that. Thank you. Thank this, you. This ad is spo- this podcast oh. is sponsored by Google and we censoring you at every step of the way. And we'll be right back after a sponsor <laughs> parlor. Thank you. <laughs> Woo. Woo. All right. So Jake, what's some of your, you're from Cedar Rapids. What's some of your background here? Uh, so I kind of just What's say when someone says like, where are you from? I'm, I'm from Iowa. I've lived everywhere between quad cities and Des Moines. I've been mm-hmm. all over the place. Grew up in Solon, Iowa, Cedar Rapids, quad cities. I've been all over in Iowa, but I've never left Iowa. That's the thing. So, um, honestly, I just have always wanted to create stuff. I was a mm-hmm. really weird kid. Um, <laughs> and I was like, someday that'll be cool. Hopefully someday that's cool. Um, and then, I never knew what I wanted to do, two-time college dropout, and then fell into radio, got lucky with that, became a radio host, and then I just started doing internet stuff, and I'm just comfortable with where I'm at now, doing random dumb stuff on the internet. I think there's a lot of people who are like, I think there's two different mindsets of, if you want to become successful on the internet or successful in your profession, you either work on one thing to be a master of one thing and hope that that does well. And if you are good enough and have that spark, you're going to get noticed. You're going to get famous for that and you're a master of it. Or there's the mindset of just keep doing so many things where you're not the master of Mm. anything. You're a master of none, but a jack of all trades and you've thrown Mm. everything at the wall. And I honestly believe in both, but I have gotten to the point where I just, I throw, I'm throwing everything, (laughs) man. Until something sticks. And when it does stick, I, I write it till it goes. No, I appreciate that sentiment because I I think as an artist, if you want to really succeed in the real world, you like you have to have you know if you look at any artist, mm-hmm. they have some other different thing whether they did something in film or music or yep. whatever, they have some other avenue where they've at least done something in it. So yeah, it's smart to do that. It's finding finding the thing that really sets you apart from everyone. So you do find your like main thing, but then also finding other avenues that might also increase your. Um, getting noticed but mm-hmm. you, you also have to be careful that you're not doing such different content with like every video you upload because then people who followed you for one thing are unfollowing you next mm. and i think if i had to make any um recommendations for like internet stuff i don't know why i i guess i'm qualified now you know Mister. <laughs> i just walked a few blocks of the house and was thinking about it and i was like you know what i've got it um it's just you're gonna lose followers like once you start really yeah. You will upload a video that will get could get thousands of followers in a day, and in the next few days, hundreds, hundreds, hundreds. But then there's a chance that you'll keep making that same content that you might fall off for a second, and mm. you'll start losing maybe 20 followers a day, and that could go on for a month or even a few months. And the point is to not get discouraged because um, you've said this before in your podcast. We're, we're in the day of age of you're fighting the algorithm, mm. right? And sometimes the algorithm will find one of your videos and boost it up. And you can keep making content similar similar to that, and it won't boost it up. The point is to make a decision of um, do I want to start with something completely different and hope people stay with me, or do I want to keep on the track? I'm someone who uses different platforms that keep on a track. So, like, my YouTube is completely different than my TikToks. Everything's mm. very different. So um, I'm in the firm belief of, like, once you have something that hits, um, you, you'll probably have a few flops, but keep mm. sticking with that recipe because if it if it won the if you won the chili fest once with that recipe you the next few they might not you not, might not win because like people are like oh now i know what i'm fighting against the ai the evil ai but eventually you'll pop back you'll enter a new competition mm. that same chili recipe that'll get you somewhere 
So why why do you think you're like losing followers just because of the algorithm or so like um let's see I on TikTok is probably my best uh example I guess uh that you have highs and you have lows I'll have a video that gets a million views right I gain a few thousand subscriber or followers I'm getting it's pushing me close to 150 thousand followers I'm excited and then the next video I upload only gets twenty five thousand and then mm. the next video I upload only gets fifteen thousand and then. 5,000 and then now it's just 5,000 5,000 6,000 5,000 it is a when you're uploading those every once in a while um the person who watched your million view video they saw all the likes they saw all the comments they're like oh this guy follow but then they see your other video that might not be doing as well they don't have the thing in their brain anymore that's like hype train this guy they might unfollow you and it doesn't mean you're making bad content. It just means that that person wasn't like a diehard follower in the first place. Mm. You were going to lose them eventually. Um, it's very hard to keep followers. And it's just, uh, I, I don't think it's like, I'm not here like, you're going to get shadow banned. It's going to be ruined. I, my content <laughs> clearly isn't as good as it could be. Because if I was making Rockstar hit video every time, it would be million, million, million. Because mm. the algorithm works like that. So clearly, I know which videos I'm like, this one's going to be it. And sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. And it's just like you have to have a balance of like understand that your video wasn't the best it could be. And that's why I didn't do well. But also don't hate yourself and be like, I'm the worst at what I do. I'm going to delete this video, completely change my content. You have to understand that sometimes if your video isn't a 10 out of 10, the algorithm probably won't promote it. So when your video is a 10 out of 10, you mm. get that million viewed video. The algorithm pushes it. You're gaining followers. You're set. Then you've got like a, a 7.5 out of 10. That's not bad, right? Mm -hmm. 7.5 yeah. is great, but it's not good enough for the algorithm to push. So it's still getting thousands of views. You're set. You're good. But no one new is seeing it. Only that only your like core base followers are. And every once in a while, a random follower. And that random follower will unfollow you. You lose a few followers a day. Don't be discouraged because you're going to have another peak. Mm. So I, I, I very much believe in like the peak and value thing. I have no idea how we got on this talk and I don't think anyone here is listening to be like, how do I become a better content creator from this regular guy who's got a little bit of cloud on the internet, the smallest amount. Like I am not qualified at all. I guess I was just going off of like my experience I guess. Well I was going to say I we, well, we were talking about your background but I was going to say um, those are I mean those are still impressive stats. I mean I so I don't use TikTok. And yeah, you should get get it's the future man they're they're saying it's gonna replace instagram dude instagram is the dying medium tiktok is on the rise tiktok's not going anywhere it, it survived against trump it's 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 the coronavirus saved it trump couldn't d d destroy it it's it's here to stay man get on it i'm not get on tiktok right now god damn i i don't know man there's something about like how it's designed that just seems like i would never get anything done and that's i, I mean that that uh is good for you obviously yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that <laughs> jake what you're doing is not real and i think i think you're a fraud i brought you brought me on here to be like i think tiktok isn't real you're a fraud and you shouldn't have a platform I'm like oh you are part of the problem yeah what are you doing <laughs> You're not a real creator. <laughs> I I can understand well, that. Well, you have a podcast too, so I mean. Yeah, I I know. do I do other stuff, but TikTok has worked has been where I've seen the most success yeah. because TikTok has these weird niches and avenues. I did YouTube videos first. I was a YouTuber and saw success on YouTube first, and then TikTok. I was like, I made a TikTok once. With What's my, your TikTok tag for people who might? Jake Trumper forty four. Okay. So. 
That used to be my number in sports, but then it also kind of sounds like I'm shouting out Obama, which is really weird because it's like he was our 44th president. <laughs> but then I also have Trump in my last name, so it's like, what's he doing? I was like, I don't know. I man. like them both. I man. like them both, you know? <laughs> Very divisive. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess I can understand where the hatred comes from because I made one. I was like, Jake Trumper won in my bio. I said, Am I famous yet? Because I thought it'd be funny. I mm-hmm. tried to make a video, I hated it. I was like, this is stupid. This is going nowhere. TikTok sucks. Everyone would be like, are you on TikTok? I was like, no, it sucks. <laughs> and then in like very early 2020, late 2019, I started making TikToks. And I got to be honest, man, I kind of loved it. It was fun. It was, it's fun. It's a, I was like, this is awesome. Granted, sometimes I feel old as hell being 22 and seeing like all these 16 year olds be like killing it too. And I'm like, damn, it's really for anybody. But like, there is some validation in there. And it, mm. it I think you post highlights, literally, uh, you, you, I think, uh, the, the main reason also, I, I'm going to call myself out real quick if that's cool. <laughs> sure. Uh, the way I got onto this podcast was, yeah, you asked the, me, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Cringe. The, the cringiest thing. I work in radio. I, I'll have people email me, like local artists. And I work in a radio station that plays top 40. So, like, we're playing Ariana Grande, Justin Bieber. We don't really play a local artist, right? And most local artists who hit me up are doing, like, not top 40 songs in the first place. I love local artists, man. I, I'm so mm. glad that we have such a great scene here in our, uh, in Iowa. Uh, Benny and the Jet was the first. Mm. He's a friend of mine. Oh, uh, really? We're acquaintance. We, I, I think he knows of me. I know of him. Okay. We follow each other. And I saw him share podcast episode yeah, I was like, yeah. and, and i saw you know, i was like this dude's talented as hell um but and that's why i wanted to get on is you have a very good voice very good awesome. everything um that's awesome man. so it was so cringy because i was like i've seen people at like i've been have people be like yo will you play my song i'm like that's kind of cringy to reach out and then i reach out to you i did it i was just like you know what i'm gonna do it i was like hey man can i be on your podcast you're like so professional you literally did the response i do to people because like there'll be people who send me songs that are great songs but i'm just like i know i can't play it like i don't have the power to yeah, play it. so i'll be yeah. like hey man thank you so much for sending it blah blah and you're like hey man thank you so much for reaching out we'll see if we can fit you in and i what i don't i'm so cringy <laughs> i hate my i was like i'm in it i'm in it already i was like it won't be a waste of your time i've got this many followers this many views <laughs> what was i doing that's so where, what, what was the thought process there i was like <laughs> I would have beat myself up if I was on your end. I would have been like blocked. This guy's weird. So the fact that you were like, "Hey man, we can get you in on February," I was like, I, I went back and read it. And I was like, "Oh Jesus Christ!" But the going back to my, it does circle back. I promise. After calling myself out, the reason I reached out though is because you have uh, a very good presence, very good. Um, I think the equipment, solid, great sound quality, great lighting. Um, you do a very good job hosting. It's always interesting. So many podcasts these days. Everyone has a podcast. Every every white guy <laughs> out there. Every podcast, white yeah. guy has a podcast, right? Every <laughs> moderately funny white guy goes, "I'm gonna start a podcast," right? And, and I say that because we we literally both make podcasts. So, um, but you do such a good job of not interrupting, listening, pushing pushing it forward. The most annoying podcasts are the ones that are just circle. It just keeps uh, you don't get anywhere or like a topic gets dropped all of that and you, you do a good job of not letting it get dropped you bring stuff back and i i promise i'm still bringing back my original point <laughs> of your content is so good and i feel like you're underrated and that's why you should post your highlights on tiktok because you have great highlights 
There we go. That was a very circle about way beating around the bush to tell you to get a TikTok, <laughs> but get a TikTok because I think, I think uh, again, uh, underrated and I feel like a great way for people to get recognized is on TikTok. It's all about, it's the best word of mouth is just posting a highlight to TikTok. You lose nothing for doing it. Hmm. The, Interesting. The, the pros outweigh the cons <laughs> so much. What's the con? Oh man, I started a TikTok. I abandoned all my morals. Pros, million views. Your podcast is huge within a week. All right? Sometimes you got to throw all your morals, man. That's all I'm saying is you, you can have morals or you can be famous. All right? It's 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 one or the other. Okay? Damn. I'm, I, I've, I've, uh, many times, I throw out my morals to get on this podcast. It was so cringy. And, it, and it, it's not like, and here's the thing. It's not like. No one in Iowa is Joe Rogan, right? It's not like <laughs> yeah. it's not like uh, my my podcast doesn't pull pull millions of views. Your podcast doesn't pull millions of views. Yeah, yeah. But I literally reached out. I was like, I gotta get. On. I don't know why, but I was like, I gotta get on this guy's podcast. I gotta get on there. And it was so cringe. I just threw morals away. I don't know why, but Goddamn. I did. So sometimes you just gotta be cringy, you know. Yeah. And and that is <laughs> we're cringy a lot. Here. I yeah I. My, I, not to be cringe contest, but it's like, <laughs> it's a cool cringe. You're like smoking cigars. Cr- like, like if you say something cringy, you're smoking cigars. Yeah. It's not. People are like, oh, well, actually, it's still kind of cool. My cringe <laughs> is, I'm like, something cringy. They're like, ooh, ooh, yikes. Well, well, shit, man. Uh, I don't think I've had my dick sucked that hard on the show yet. So. Don't say it like that. No. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Now I got to counteract it. Okay. All right. Um, this tarp. What is the? What is the? There. Why didn't you put a tack in the middle to make it not sagging? Huh? Looks pretty stupid. Your trees aren't standing very tall. Dumb tarp. You got a dumbass tarp back there, man. Huh? Trees, real original. <laughs> Dumb. Stupid. Stupid tree background. God. Never got me a water when I asked for it, too. He said, you want a water? Yeah, man, I'd love it if it wouldn't bother you. Never gave me a water, so there he goes. Screw you. Hate it here, man. Hate this podcast. <laughs> Didn't want to be here. God. You asked me to be... He asked me to be on it, actually. Everything else I said... <laughs> God, man, <laughs> trying to give a compliment, man. <laughs> Shit. Hey, uh, I have a glass, but I'm visible truth. Yeah. Th- thanks. Yeah, with the, with the water you didn't give me, I appreciate it. <laughs> really appreciate it. <laughs> you did say, I walked in, you're like, hey, man, you want a water? I was like, yeah, yeah, I'd love that. You're like, not getting one. Uh, <laughs> Just figured I'd ask. <laughs> go, go get oh no, Molly! Yeah. You don't have to, Molly. Yes. It's okay. It's it's okay. <laughs> Molly's great. Molly's my favorite now. She's number one. All right. We gotta start the new Molly podcast. Thank you, Molly. Oh, I'm a Molly stand now. I hate this podcast. <laughs> it's good shit, man. Good shit. No, seriously though, I I really do appreciate the words you say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh it, it fills me with a lot of joy that people. Get on this thing. We're actually pro, uh, in about two weeks. It'll be a year. Really? Since we started this thing. That's yeah. awesome, man. And you're uh, you're almost to 100 subscribers too. You're only like mm-hmm. five away. And that bit, that honestly, the first hundred is like the. That's what I've heard. The, it, art, the 
it's the hardest. The first, I, the first, honestly, the first handful is the hardest. The first hundred, if you can get to a hundred, it means you can get to a thousand, right? Mm. If it, if it, if it's been five years and you're still at under a hundred, getting five views, maybe change up the formula. You know, what I mean, maybe, mm. maybe there's something wrong there. Yeah, you know, yeah, right? But a yeah. hundred subscribers in a year. Uh, you've gotten consistent guests, good stuff. It's it's definitely like meaning you can grow, which is always exciting to see. So I I, I did because I saw like I said I watched a few of your videos before. Cause mm-hmm. That'd be the dumbest thing ever to just be like I'm not gonna watch anything. I'm just coming in, <laughs> no idea what to expect. Hey, uh, you wouldn't be the first person who's done that. <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> not to call out anybody who's come here. I just I like to sh- I like to I like to pre prepare. You know, like I'm not gonna like run into something without knowing you know some people take a little too much xanax some uh some baby bars that is hilarious <laughs> that is i've heard you had some i was trying to think of like my cool stories with drugs and everything and i was like all of mine kind of suck like theirs are so cool i was like i got robbed once that was pretty cool so and, yeah i kind of a weird segue but i am curious about that you don't do anything anymore really right so i overdid everything in high school i yeah. very so my parents parenting style was very unique in the sense of both my parents were really rebellious kids because they had mm-hmm. such strict well so my dad's parents were going through a divorce when he was in high school so he just didn't get any attention so he was like rebellious my mom both of her parents were methodist priests oh <laughs> so they both were very rebellious. So they both had the mindset of, um, they, they, I, f- I feel like they had like a secret meeting. And they're like, we need to let our kids do what they want, but also keep up to date. So mm. they would always know what was going on with my life. But I was like the dude who could do anything, right? <laughs> so uh, I, I remember, I think I started, this isn't that cool or anything, but like I probably started sophomore year of high school, started going to the craziest parties I could go to. Um, uh, pot brownies were my favorite. Um, I loved it, man. High school, I, I, I don't think, I, I nothing like insane. I saw a lot of fights. I had this friend named Hunter Melsha. Ooh. That's not his name. That's not his name. No, no. We're going <laughs> to pretend like that's not actually his name. Because he, um, he got into a lot of run-ins and got us into some of the worst situations of night. We, we call them nights that never happened. But, um, and then like, I was a runner for a little bit. Like I dealt a little bit and then I got robbed, um, Mm. which kind of that, that made me stop. So like at the peak, I was like doing anything I could as much as I could. And I got robbed. Thankfully I was taking boxing. The guy had beaten me, but he left. So he didn't steal anything. So I'll just, I'll just tell the lame story. I feel so stupid doing it it. because everyone else is, is like, yeah, I robbed someone and took his stuff. Mine's like, yeah, so I got robbed. And, um, (laughs) so I was just running these, and the guy was like, so I walk out, and we just have them in these fucking cheap Ziploc bags. I'm like, all right. Uh, you guys are selling weed? Y- it, no, it was just normal brownies, man. I was running normal, two normal brownies <laughs> for $25, okay? That's all it was. I don't, I do not, I don't know what you're talking about, but it was just two normal brownies, man. Because he was getting one for him and his girlfriend, and I should have known something was weird when I got there, and it wasn't a girl in his passenger seat. It was a guy. So that was already, that should have been a red flag. Um, He got out of his car, too, to, like, come to me. I was like, that doesn't usually happen. They don't Mm. usually. Because with me, it's not like I was never, like, with friends. If you're with friends, you both get into the car together. You sit, but 
I was like, mm. uh, I would have driven away. And he came. <laughs> I, I, I should have driven away. I should have. But I'm, yeah, yeah, just, I'm done. No, no, I, I'm just an idiot. And I was like, oh, I'll get out too. Because I was like, I'm not backing down. I'm 6'1". I was working out at the time, taking boxing. I was like, I got it. And then uh, he, uh, the dumbest, dumbest thing ever. He was like, can I see it? That's, he's going to take it. Why would I give him to see it? I'd be like, no, they're right here. Give me the $25. It's $25, dude. What am I so mad? <laughs> so he goes, can I see it? I give it to him. He's like, all right, yeah, I'm going to take this. And I was like, no. And he's like, all right, cool. Give me your phone. And I was like, what? No. And he's like, give me your wallet. I was like, oh, okay. This is a full robbery. I'm getting robbed. Okay, okay. So he has a guy in his passenger seat as well. So I was like, okay, okay. There's two ways I can handle this. I just leave, right? I don't need the $25. But in my head, I was like, you've been pushed around for too long, Jake. This is your time. Oh, no. Those are your non-illegal brownies in that bag. Your mom worked very hard to make those. It wasn't your sketch friend in his abandoned <laughs> home uh, oven so that the house wouldn't smell bad. It was very uh, – so I said no. He, like, walked up on me. The second he walked up on me, I kind of noticed he didn't have, like, a weapon probably, right? Because, like, if someone's robbing you and you're like, no, they're going to pull. They're going to pull on you, right? Yeah, yeah. He didn't. He, like, kind of tried to get closer and, like, size me up. So I was like, hmm, I might actually have a chance here. You know? I was like, maybe. Maybe this guy's not that big. We'd probably be same weight class. I was like, I, at this point, I've completely forgotten about the guy in the passenger seat. So I'm like, I can do this. Um, long story short... Uh, we ended up fighting. Um, I tried boxing. He was not having that and just went to tackle me. So he hit me on the ground. I hit my head. Um, I managed to, he was an idiot and got back up though. He should have taken me out on the ground. Um, and then I got him to the ground. He bought, hit me in the nose. And I have a scar on my nose now cause he broke my nose. But while he was on the ground, I managed to hit him a few times. We, but like, I'm out of it. I was like one hit away. Like I was like, I ain't hear no bell, you know, like, I was trying to seem cool, but, like, I would, if he would hit me one more time, I would have been out, they would have taken everything, but instead, he goes, he's just like, fuck this, and he just gets back in his car, drives away, I pick up my brownies, I have to sit in my car, I'm, like, holding my nose like this, and I'm just sitting in my car for, like, 30 minutes, because I couldn't drive, everything was dizzy, and, like, I was just like, nice, and then I went back, and I gave him the brownies, I quit, I was like, I can't do this anymore. I didn't go to the hospital because I was too embarrassed. <laughs> so, <clears throat> goddamn, that's a <clears throat> that's a story. You're lucky as fuck, man. I'm so I was so <laughs> dumb. I was like, I have to stop this. Like that that was the re that's what like because I just kept going, going crazier, crazier stuff. And then at that, I was like, that that right there is like the GameStop stock dropping for me. And I was just like, oh, okay, I'm done. You know, I was like, it's time to simmer down. Um, and by my first year out of uh, my first year in college before I dropped out, um, I just stopped any illegal substances and by and now I don't even drink that much either because there's just so many awful experiences in high school. I also like doing it in high school because it was like I was a minor, right? By yeah, the time I was yeah. 18, I was already like <coughs> stopping everything and by 19, I was done. So. Hmm. Now I'm a, now I'm a square. I'm kind of a loser. I'm the designated <laughs> driver nine out of ten times. Hey man, that's fair. Um, I always, you know, 
I like I like weed. I like psychedelics. I like alcohol and shit. You know. Heck yeah. Uh, I I. But you know, I think if any, if you can if you can go through life without needing that kind of stuff, uh, all the better, all the more power to you. Yeah, I'm actually addicted to uh, Lego now. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I have a Lego city in my house. I love Lego. That's my go-to now. So, uh, I really Stay like. Stay away from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm the weird guy who builds Lego. All right, it's so. Like, they came out with the new 501st Battle Pack for Star Wars Lego. I was all over that, man. That was a cool set. They had, oh, my God. That was an awesome set. But talk about psycho- psychedelics. The only time I did a psychedelic was uh, my uh, brownies were accidentally laced. With what? I still don't know to this day because my friend, my friend at the time, um, he was a, he sold. So he sold this whole pan for mm-hmm. 100 bucks, which was a great deal, right? But he, he ended up losing money on it because he gave us the wrong pan. Was was what was the outcome of it? Um, so, and I think it's always funny when like people who haven't had it because I haven't since like I've never I never purposely have done it because I just had such a bad experience. Mm. But obviously, accidentally taking a psychedelic is going to be a bad experience. But another thing is like movies and people always like make it sound way crazier than it's going to be. You yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. They're like, like they, they make it seem like there's gonna be a dragon that appears in front of your fridge and shit like that. Yeah, happen. they're like everything is crazy. The craziest thing that happened was like I knowingly manifested myself in the doorway to tell me it's gonna be okay as I'm sitting on a toilet puking. You hmm. know, that was the craziest thing. Everything else was just like it feel like I'm sitting there. Wave hits me. And I'm like, what? What's happening? Sitting there. Wave. Whoa! What's happening? Just like. Oh my god, I was on this time loop and it just sucked. And I, I had to go to my friends and I had to be like, guys, I love you so much, man, but I gotta go to bed. I work tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I oh at, fuck! I worked at because I thought it was just gonna be a yeah, nice right? little. Uh, that probably made it worse. That dude, made it way worse because I was like, what? We did it at like 6 p.m. I was like, if this is a normal experience, I'm good by 10 a.m. tomorrow. Yeah. You know what I mean? But now. Oh my god, it was the worst thing ever because it lasted like three days. Like I could tell, like if holy the, shit, really? If, if the first night's a hundred percent, the next day was like sixty percent. The day after that, ten percent, and then the fourth day was like two. I still didn't feel god full. Damn, that's so, insane. well, to be fair, um, we we could have eaten just a normal size, but all of us were like, again, we thought it was normal, just normal brownies. We we probably each took our fair share of a quarter. Oh damn! Which okay. is for laced? Uh, apparently, that's bad. Well, I was gonna say like I would, I would think it was mushrooms because I've had I've had a, like a yeah. mushroom edible before, and that was actually the only time I had a good time on mushrooms. That's that's <laughs> nice. That's nice, man. I'm gonna take your word for it because I don't know, but that was a just worst experience in high school. I saw pictures of us like because we had the pan, we all cut ourselves quarters of it, right? And it was a big pan, and it's just us taking pictures of it together, me and my. <laughs> four friends three friends and we were just oh it was awful because they were fine and then the next day i went to work at a place i'm not gonna say the place but it's like a chuck e cheese uh oh shit that'd so be awful <laughs> i'm in the ki- i was uh i was a supervisor there and i was the head uh head head i, I made uh i was like what uh 17 there and like i worked with a other so it was like 17 16 and 15 year olds i'd make everyone call me head chef but that day <laughs> I was just not having it, man. I was just, we get in there. I managed to set everything up. And then this is just me all day. The wall's right here. And I'm just like, <sighs> and, and then someone would come to me and I'd be like, yeah, what? Yeah. 
okay, cool. I had to go to my boss, and everything, it got worse and worse throughout the day. And I was like, boss? I was like holding myself. I was like, I think I have the flu. And I'm sick. <laughs> I bet my pupils were so, I was so awful, man. And I just went home and slept all day. And then the next day was uh, a Sunday, and I had to work again. And I called in sick again. I, like, just tried to drive around. I was like, I got to be fine. I still did not feel right. It was the worst experience God of my damn, life, dude. That's insane. It was awful. No real cool. The the cool, the cool coolest things were me in the bathroom manifesting myself to come up to me and be like, it's going to be all right, man. And I was like, thank you. And I shit you not. Right when I, I do that to myself, I just woke up in my bed the next morning. I was like, no alarm, no nothing. I just knew I needed to go to work. And at first, I felt fine. In the morning, I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Drove to work, no problem. Second I get to work is when I was just like, oh, God, I'm not fine, man. I'm not fine. Everything had a gray, depressing tint on it as well. Yeah. That was that That was that was experience. That's weird. I can't say. If, I mean, so lately I'm, like, not really fucking with psychedelics because. I, I don't blame you. That was a terrible experience. <laughs> that was a bad take, time. Yeah, well, you got to, like. You gotta know that you're taking psychedelics, you know, like that. Like if you are like drugged like that, that's fucking awful. It was so <laughs> awful, man. My friends, when I woke up there, I was asleep on the couch and I couldn't even wake them up. They were just gone. It was a bad experience for all of us. We still talk about. It. We're like, remember that time? Bad. It was bad. <laughs> so would you say that like that experience had anything to do with oh, you? Like, yes, yes. That getting... was that was that was while I was already on the downslope. Because I was kind of doing that to be like, no, it's still fun with friends. And then I was like, no. Oh, so that was after you got robbed. Yeah, that was even after uh, I got robbed. So I was like, this ain't it, man. This is not it. And uh, just because personally, I just started getting a bad luck, you know, a lot of bad mm-hmm. luck. And I was like, I just can't do it anymore. So now I'm here being yeah. a square. And I feel bad because people always be like, you want to hit? And I'm like, probably someday again. <laughs> but I, I've been I – don't, I don't mean to be like, say, sober, right? But it's been – four three years three three years now so since i have so i just overdid in high school yeah no i i can appreciate that i think that's a good thing to do and you know maybe like maybe five ten years down the road maybe feel like a little more comfortable and like settled into yourself you can like maybe re-explore that kind of stuff yeah it's something where and as it continues to get legalized and everything yeah and that's a big part too yeah because like a year ago again a year ago i wasn't even doing anything my uh ex-girlfriend now she was and i remember we got pulled over once Mm. and she had it on her and that was just stressful because the cop he he didn't think anything but i was panicking a little bit because i was driving um and then when he left as he was walking up uh there's this for the past few years now cops have been backing each other up so if a cop car sees another cop car he'll pull up behind him Mm. right just for safety reasons Mm. the cop car that was pulling up to him was a canine unit and I heard, a, I heard a dog bark, but he handed me my license and was sending me on my way as that happened. So they couldn't be like, we're re-stopping you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. So he handed me my license. I was like, thank you, sir. And I just left. And I was, and just knowing that I was that close, it just kind of made me dislike the experience even more. And then my current girlfriend now also, she gets anxiety whenever she mm-hmm. has those kind of experiences uh, with like smoking and stuff. So she doesn't either. So we're both. Uh, we just drink sometimes, you know? Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's that's good, man. Um, kind of on that weird weird tangent on that note, if you ever get pulled over and they suspect, well... I'm sure I'll be using this a lot, right? <laughs> right, with where I'm at right yeah. now. <laughs> so if they... So if they... Sus- I'm pretty sure, I'm not 100%, but if they suspect that you have weed in your car and they, you know, because... 
like they have to have probable cause to search mm-hmm. the vehicle. Mm-hmm. So for some reason they don't have that, and they're calling the canine unit. You, the key thing is to ask: Am I being detained? Yes. Am yeah, I being yeah, held yeah. against my will? And yeah. if they say no, you can leave. Yeah. You don't and, have to and, wait for that. And and I knew they he didn't call that guy up, right? Mm-hmm. I just knew. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I I had already kind of been like. I know I like to kind of try to keep my finger on the pulse of everything that's going on. So I already knew that, like, especially in Iowa, they were doing, like, these backups where if a cop saw another cop, they'd pull up just to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. So I was just I, – I would have been very unlucky if, if it was a few – like, even a minute, a minute difference. It could have meant a whole worse experience for me. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. if that car would have pulled up and the dog starts freaking out, he could have been like, hey, we're going to have you hold tight. You know what I mean? So I'm lucky that it, it just went the way it did. And I was like, yeah. this is why I don't like it anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it is a real problem being illegal. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I, uh, we're moving into a new place, and I'm actually, I'm probably going to not be smoking the herb. I'm probably just going to smoke shatter uh, concentrates gotcha. because of the okay. smell, you know, and it's just, it's yeah. safer. I have the pen. I can kind of do it discreetly. That's a lot. The pen has helped a lot of people, I feel mm-hmm. like. It is. Yeah. Uh, gone, I feel like it's probably gotten a lot of people out of a sticky situation. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a way safer. Like I I don't want to be the person anymore who like whose place just reeks of weed all the fucking time. Yeah, and there's, there's just certain people who just like cannot come over. Yeah, I I have friends like that where it's like when I go into their apartment, <laughs> I know it's gonna it's gonna be. Like, I don't I don't just like it. I don't judge them or anything. That's yeah. It's just always funny because it's like I know what's I know what that like. There's other people and they're like. Oh, let me like this new candle, and you walk in, you're like, "Oh, it's a new lavender smell." Their uh, their house, you're always like, "Yeah, oh, it's weed." Nice. Yeah, I mean, trust me, me four years ago, I'd be saying like, "Fuck you," to me, to me now, you know. Oh, like, really? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, I used to smoke cigarettes. Okay, so gotcha. I, I would smoke cigarettes in my apartment. Like, uh, this is probably when I was like 19, so like six, five, six years. Fair ago. enough. Fair enough. So like, uh, my walls would like like by the time I left the two years lease, they like were stained from. <laughs> I was smoking Jesus a pack a day. Jesus Christ. Oh, just, my God. Just constantly. That's terrifying. You, yeah. You did what Ulysses S. Grant used to do. He's addicted <laughs> to – he he loves cigars, but <laughs> – Yeah, the cigars, I, like, I have to, like, keep that in mind, like, mm. make sure I'm not doing them too much because it's actually – um, I think a cigar is like worth like a whole pack of cigarettes in terms of like the tar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's that Ulysses S. Grant died because of throat cancer because mm-hmm. he was smoking during the Civil War. He was smoking a pack of cigars a day. Oh, shit. A pack of cigars. He was oh. addicted to them. Like Holy it was a joke. Fuck. Like uh, people as gifts would give him like a shit ton of cigars. <laughs> so, yeah. That's yeah. like Freud, man. He like lost his jaw. For yeah. People cigars will mess you up sometimes man i i saw that because in the message you asked if i like cigars yeah well i know oh, this is actually a good segue to what i was going to talk about next your podcast mm-hmm. i was watching your last episode and the guy pulled out the well because i don't think cubans are illegal anymore though are they they're not illegal anymore yeah, no I, it might just be i don't know he was saying it was illegal and i didn't but um no i saw they pulled that out and i was like oh maybe <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe maybe one. jake's a big cigar no i uh <laughs> he just has i think he likes cigars but mm. we've never i've i've literally never smoked one i probably will someday it's a cool thing to do you know but i feel yeah. like i since i never have i need to accomplish something i need to accomplish something and then step out on a balcony Sit down in a chair and then light my, you know, in my, in my like $10,000 outfit, you know, after I've like truly made it and then I can, and then, and then I'll think back to this. I'll be like, I made it, you know? 
When you drink, what kind of do you like? Like do you like whiskey or bourbon or anything like that? What, what do you like to drink? That is drink? a good question. When I used to go to the bars, I just got rum and coke. I was just a mm. rum and coke guy. That was the go-to. That's what I knew. I it was either rum or coke, or I'd go up to the bartender and be like, "Hey, this is gonna sound really weird, but like." Not to be weird, but do you just have like a fruity drink? I just, I need a fruity drink right now. I feel like ass. I just had so much rum and coke. Just got some fruity. Like it's got like, it's blue or it's red <laughs> or it's just tropical and fun. And it doesn't really taste like alcohol. I need that, man. And they'll, they'll be like, yeah, I got you. I'm like, thank you so much. So it was either rum and coke or a very just like fruity drink. Because I, yeah. I, I, I guess um, if I had to pick one. Have you ever had fire water? I don't know what fire water is. I don't know exactly <laughs> I've what never that, heard of I'm that. I'm not fair. I'm not like, yeah, Mara, I like my, What's I like, fire water? I like whiskey or uh, like, there's so much fancy whiskey. Uh, I know my friend, uh, his, his name's Zach. He, he lived in Tennessee for a while. Big bourbon mm. fan. So <laughs> always, you always, it was either rum and coke or a very just like fruity drink. Cause I, yeah. I, I, I guess. <laughs> that was terrifying. That was my voice. <laughs> I just heard my voice back to me. I was like, what the? I thought we just entered a parallel universe for a second yeah, there. Inception. Yeah. So, like, I, I do like bourbon when it when it's good. He, okay. He's okay. giving me some great Tennessee bourbon. Mm. Vodka's probably my go-to. When I, when I was in Russia for a while, that's what I was really into was just vodka. So, what, it's whiskey? Or it... I don't even know, man. Firewater? All I know is I threw a party one time in high school, and everyone uh... got sick on the firewater, and one guy peed his pants. Other people were puking. One kid had... Yeah, that Dude. that bottle is evil. Uh, that's disgusting. Evil, man. That was <laughs> evil. It is a oh my god. A kid got sent to the hospital. Had to oh get his god. stomach pumped on my birthday. It was it was my birthday party. Is the night before. Kid had to get sent to the hospital. His dad, complete jerk, right? Uh, his dad's like, I want to meet. Like after he calls my parents and everything, he's like, I want to meet you and talk to you about it. He's like blaming me for. It. I was like, man, your son was the one drinking to the point where he had his stomach pump. But all right, we're all. I don't see how it's. I, I your seventeen-year-old son <laughs> was hanging out with a bunch of other seventeen-year-olds, including myself. How is I another seventeen-year-old? How is it my fault? You know, my parents were out of town, and I was throwing the party right, and he's all mad. At the end, I was seventeen, turning eighteen, and it was that Sunday. And he goes, as I'm leaving, he goes, "Is it your birthday?" I was like. Yeah, he goes happy birthday, and he just slams the door in my face, and I was like, oh okay, well, this birthday sucks. Awful experience. Someone puked in my bed, man. I had a Tempur-Pedic mattress. That's a, it absorbs the puke, so how to get rid of that bed? Now I just have some really crappy spring bread. Damn. But I, I want to punch. I want to punch every motherfucker who says that Fireball is whiskey. It's not fucking whiskey. It's fucking mouthwash, man. That shit it does kind of taste. Wow. Wow, it's I drink fucking with like, hey, you want some whiskey? Sure. Here's Fireball. That's not like fuck off. I'm not drinking that. Did you like, think I was like an idiot and was meaning Fireball? I have to ask. When I said fire water, did you think like maybe I was confused in saying Fireball? Because I feel a lot no. of people have said that. Like they're like, oh, you don't you don't know alcohol very well. You, you mean Fireball? And I was like, no, no, fire I'm go I'm water. As fuck. So I, I I honestly thought maybe it was, but. I thought maybe it was like a similar, like related to Fireball. Like maybe it was like a sub brand or something like that. Gotcha. That no, no, it is a spawn of Satan, my friend. <laughs> awful, awful drink, man. It'll mess you up. Damn. So 
So, uh, so your podcast, Jink Podcast. Yes. Uh, talk about that. Like, what was the background? Who's who's the friend that you? you oh, his name. About him a little bit. His yeah. name's Alex Schulte. Uh, we used to work in radio together, mm-hmm. and then I moved to a different radio station, and then the radio station he stayed with. They um, they've been struggling for a while, and the pandemic didn't make it any better, so he doesn't work there anymore. Mm, um, so yeah, but he's he's doing his own stuff now, and I was like, well, I make history videos on TikTok. Um, I need to make uh, a podcast because my YouTube channel is just look is just like critiques and looks at other YouTubers. But I was like, I've always wanted to do a podcast. What if I did a history themed podcast? And the and the bit would be, I know history, you don't. So usually it's just me dunking on him with history, which is just <laughs> so stupid. And he just makes fun of me for it, which is a lot of fun. But um, I was just like, let's start one. So I started one with my other friend first. His name was Everett. We made it to about four episodes, but then it just got too difficult. Then I did a few on my own, and then Alex came in and was like, "Let's do it together." We got a splitter. We do it now. It's fun. It's doesn't. It's not. It's obviously. It's not my most viewed thing. It's not my mm-hmm. most popular thing. But it's a good way to just give a. Sorry, I didn't mean to just oh, kick you in the knee and play footsie with you. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it was just a way for me to create a longer form of history, comedic education for those like diehard followers i had that loved mm. history and wanted to hear more that weren't just in a minute long form yeah well th- i mean those the one that i saw had like 500 plus views i mean you, you still is yeah it's still yeah. substantial compared to what we're doing you know? yeah yeah they still give you i guess um just like my other youtube videos that get like mm. thousands of views i'm like i don't i don't i prefer making the podcast because it's very low it's literally we record it into a splitter he sends it to me we line it up i post i do a few zoom ins because they're funny post it right <laughs> the other videos just take i have an editor his name's harrison we're good friends mm. those videos just take work work research they get the views but it's just sometimes sometimes you just need a break you know what i mean so the the podcast for me is a very good um kind of just way to just say whatever i want as well mm. so and i think that's what's good about having uh like with your podcast with having a podcast that you're starting from the ground up right it, it doesn't have uh, thousands and millions of views but right now you can literally say whatever you want mm. and it's such a yep. safe space to grow i couldn't imagine being someone who's already like a very well-known celebrity and then immediately jumping into and that's why like david spade he started a podcast made it seven episodes and stops so many mm. famous people are like i'll start a podcast and they don't <laughs> it doesn't go to because it's so hard to because it's like they're so mainstream hollywood and yeah. you have so much stuff you can't say even i'm pretty cookie cutter i'd say compared to a lot of your other podcasts i've been very bland honestly with like mm. my stories it's like i don't dive too deep into it right because i'm I'm very cookie cutter with my jobs and everything. I don't want to say anything that'll ever get me canceled. Yeah, but yeah. I, and I, I think that's what's so fun about having podcasts like this is I think it's a good creative outlet for you. And you seem like the creative type, mm, so I think it's yeah. a great creative outlet, especially when you're starting out from the ground up. But definitely, uh, I've always been the opposite of the cookie cutter. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it molds well for me to like have this type of show where I just do whatever, do and say whatever the fuck I want. Which is nice. It's I and I think that's a really great outlet to have. It'd be crazy if I did this and then like I went back and watched one and it turns out you're like a QAnon extremist and then they're like even though I didn't even though I didn't say anything on here it turns out like Jake Trumper has ties to the, and they look turns out you're like just all right extremist I'm like oh god oh my god why did I do you know what I mean that would be, uh, I, I'm not all right oh good good yeah okay, thank you I, I didn't think you were from the episodes I saw. I'm like, I'm pretty sure. Or alt-left, and you're like, 
Yeah, oh, right. I need to burn. Like, it's just, I was like, I, I, ha- I can't ever. You can't really align yourself <laughs> with. I guess it, it's probably more mainstream acceptable to align yourself with more far left extremist views. But still, yeah. once you start like associating yourself with anyone who considers themselves an extremist, you kind of get mm, labeled as that. that too. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm just like, like Tom Brady said, he's not. Tom Brady was like. Before Trump ran for president, we golfed together. We were friends. Then Trump was like, will you come speak at a Republican convention? Tom Brady's like, no. Tom Brady did have one of his hats in his locker, but they're friends. So, But already people are like, Tom Brady's a Trump supporter. And Tom Brady's like, I'm not – we're just friends, man. Yeah, we were friends yeah. before he ran for president. I didn't like – and there's some friends out there who you have that you don't know. Have I, I, I would say Trump has had some more crazy things he said. But he's saying that with a microphone in front of his face. You don't know what he's yeah. like saying to Tom Brady when they're golfing. He's probably just like, "So Brady, how's how? So Brady, how's your time going? You know, Brady, they're just having like normal conversations. So I feel bad that they're just like Tom Brady, awful. I was like, I mean, he's I, he just golfs with that guy. Yeah, it's not right. like he's. It'd be different if you're golfing with like Hitler, right? <laughs> then, then there's probably somewhere. But to be fair, Herbert Hoover, uh, president, right? Mm-hmm. He met with Hitler before they knew Hitler was doing all the bad stuff. And he was like, Hitler's doing things right. For a while, in Germany to other countries, they were like, this guy is getting Germany back on track. Because they didn't know what was going on behind the <laughs> scenes. They didn't know the extremist stuff. So it, it's so hard to be like, just because Herbert Hoover met with Hitler, that means Herbert Hoover agreed with him. Yeah. It's like, Herbert Hoover sucked, but I don't think it was because of that. I think there's sometimes where someone might just meet someone or be aligned with someone before they knew that they were crazy. So that's where I will now use this as segue, saying that if you're crazy, um, I do not align myself with <laughs> if, if somehow we, something comes out, I am not aligned with that in the slightest. Yeah, I don't care about that. What would you... <laughs> I don't. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. No one cares about that. The fact that I even said that, the media wouldn't care either. They would just clip that part out and just be like, clip it up to make it seem like where I'm like, I do agree with it. No, right. uh, I like. Uh, I thought about going on Anchor FM. I don't know if you do that at all. No. Um, have you heard of it? No. So it's a pretty. Po- they say like 25 percent of podcasts are on that. I mean, who knows how? Oh yes, I it's know. What you, yes. Okay, I actually do know what you're talking um, about. And I've I've like debated a couple times because it's free. You know, I pay mm-hmm. like 10 bucks a month for my thing. Yeah. But kind of going into like what we a little bit what we were talking about like with censorship and you know all that kind of stuff that's going on right now like that that like libertarian part of me is just like i need to hold on to what's my own like if i have to pay fucking 10 bucks a month to like keep my platform like free to mm-hmm. me what, like nobody's gonna tell me what to say like yep. i'm willing to do that yeah uh, what do you use uh, uh it's called rss.com nice I, I think i use pod chase i don't know what it's called i use something i don't know alex does it all alex oh he's he a smart guy i'm the idiot i'm an i'm a i'm a dumb <laughs> idiot man i don't know what's going on I don't know where I am half the time. Uh, I had a hard enough time finding a parking spot to get me. You're like, just park on the street. And this old lady stole my spot. <laughs> and then I was like, I guess I'll park five blocks away. It's negative three degrees outside. I'll walk. It's fine. I, I don't know what's going on. I'm an idiot. Yeah. Well, the new place we're getting, we're, we're going to be in a duplex, so people will actually be able to park. But I always feel so bad having people here. <laughs> like, Good luck parking. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, before we wrap up, I, I don't know if you have any other questions. So before you have any oh. uh, ending questions, I do want to ask you a question. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, go for it, go for what's it. like the craziest thing you believe, like conspiracy theory wise? Don't doesn't have to be cra- I, doesn't have to be oh, bad. Don't, 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 you, you can oh, pick God. something stupid if you mm. want. 
I don't know why I did that. I thought it'd just be funny to make something. Because I bet you, have you ever done? Oh, there, there's a lot. There's a lot. Oh god. <laughs> have you ever? Have you ever been at? Have you ever been asked? No, I've. Well, oh. we've talked about certain things. Like we've talked about stuff. Me and Molly in here, but I've never really been asked that. Molly, what do you think? Do Do you have a like what? In terms of what I think, what do you think's the? I'm gonna look up oh. which one I think is the craziest. <laughs> There's gotta be uh, one, one that's like not offensive. Okay, the, what's, the, what's like an innocent oh, one? That, that's not offensive. Oh, sure, got, no, got, got, bro, it's your podcast. Don't let me be like, sorry, um, you can't be offensive or sorry. It's your podcast. Screw what I say. Uh, I was just meaning like, if you didn't want to offend anyone, no, 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 feel no. free to do oh, an innocent no, I one. I don't give a shit about that either. Uh, so <laughs> um, the one I can think off the top of my head is probably 911. Intra. Okay, well that. What like what do you? What do you think? Uh, this how the second tower came down. It really looks like a demolition. Interesting. So you think like Butch was behind it to try to? Uh, it's it's possible. It, it, what I say in saying this, I acknowledge that there were people that died 9/11 in that tragedy. It was awful. Uh, and I, I acknowledge all that. But if the forces in the government were the one, in our government were the ones that caused that to happen, I think people should know. Can I can I make a counter to that? Sure. Okay. So, a lot of people were a lot of extremists were in support of hurting America. That's how they got those people on the airplanes in the first place, right? Mm. Uh, extremist followers. Who's to say that the reason the government and the police have never been like, yes, there were explosives, is because they don't actually know, and just other extremists yeah. posing as like workers went in and we just never even knew that part happened, right? So there could have been a demolition that was done, but it was just done by the same extremists and our government is actually just very dumb and they didn't even know it was coming. So it is some extremists just on the street watching it happen is like, yes. Hmm. And he pulls the, pushes the button, right? We don't know that. And maybe the gut, because my, my craziest like conspiracy theory is the most anti conspiracy theory. It's that, the government and FBI want us to think that they have all this power. Like the meme of like mm. the FBI is watching us through our phone. They wanted that to blow up. But in actuality, because all these kids do these insane evil things. And it's like, how did this kid upload him hurting animals on YouTube for years and no one found it? And the FBI is watching us every single thing we do. You know what I mean? The YouTube. Yeah. It, it's so like. It makes me it think. can't keep up. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like, well, um, the CIA, Oliver North, he gave uh, guns to the Middle East, which would later become, it's like, yeah, but notice how we know that happened. It seems like every time the government has done something, like John F. Kennedy's Bay of Pigs, the government seems actually very inept, and whenever they try to do something secret and evil, it actually blows up in their face, and it's revealed that, like, um, Ronald Reagan, to get hostages back into America, did trade guns with evil people, you know? So it's like it always comes forward. So it's like, yeah, it's yeah. almost like I personally think anytime we're like, I I don't think Jeffrey Epstein killed himself. No, no, no. I don't think that. But everyone's like, Trump and the Clintons, I think the government was behind it. I honestly think there was just some rich billionaire who is so rich the government doesn't even affect him literally went hey you two guys here's billions of dollars turn off that camera hey random hitman here's a million dollars go kill him hmm. that would that makes instead of the government being like squirm 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 instead so, of like so that's kind of familiar to like the deep state 
kind of, but I, I don't think... Um, You're not that far far into it, though. Well, there's, there's a Kiwan thing where they're like, the Jewish pe- population control everything, and <laughs> and <laughs> the deep state controls everything, and the CIA killed Kennedy. Someone killed Kennedy. I think it was the mafia, because he had a lot of ties with the mafia, and then the mm. guy who assassinated him got shot two times to be killed as well mm. a week later. Yep. That is a classic mafia move, right? Hmm, I think, in actuality, everyone's like, the government's doing all of it. I think there's just really rich organizations out there. I, I'm not too much into the deep state. I think there's just... I don't think there's, like, a, a, a evil ring of rich actors. I think to these people who are out there that are actually, like, the billionaire, contrillionaires, actors are nothing to them either. Actors are just trying to keep their head above water to, become, to stay mm-hmm. famous so they can pay for stuff. I think there's just, like, some rich billionaire who is like, I don't even want people to know my name kill jeffrey epstein so then like when that name shows up on a book no one's going to talk about that but when some famous actor's name shows up on the book us the american people are like oh my gosh tom hanks was there but like this person's name who's blah 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 whose name is actually that last name has shown up on thousands of other things throughout history because their relatives were rich no one's gonna look at that because that doesn't mean anything you know what i mean and that's what i think is like 9-11 i genuinely think if you do think like someone blew stuff up from the inside it wasn't the government it was just other extremists Hmm actually just got in there because it's very easy to just oh we're workers get convert four white dudes to believe in your extremist belief send them to new york to pretend to be workers they walk in with the explosives they do it you know what i mean mm. so i think it was not the government who did it. i guess i haven't thought of that well okay so with 9-11 there's a couple things um there was so we did a whole episode on this and we weren't really able to find a lot because our theory is that google is probably hidden whatever fucking shit that you could find on that. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, but, so the heat that was generated from mm-hmm. the plane crashing would not have been, with how the tower was designed with steel and everything, it wouldn't have been enough. Jet fuel it. can't melt steel beams, is what you're saying? It can't, yeah. It can't. Yeah. But explosive can. Yeah. Yeah, so... So that's so that's kind of, that, and like, just how... Molly, do you, do you mind looking up a video? Of no, no, no. I don't just, I, I don't just, I like that, that whole theory, like I've looked into and stuff and like mm-hmm. people have made a meme of it. Right. Yeah. But yeah. I, I do think like that is a completely reasonable thing, but it still could also be explained by my theory of the dude just that's, walked in with explosives. Like I don't, yeah, dis- I don't disagree with you. Like if you think people exploded, like I just, again, my weirdest conspiracy theory is the government is not all-knowing and all-powerful like we have been made to believe. They want us to think they are, and it goes back to during uh, our battle with the USSR, um, uh, the American government was actually kind of like, damn, they're doing it right with their people, but are people too free? Like, how do we do it? And they're like, oh, just like through the through, through a bunch of other means, word of mouth, we make them think we're all-powerful. Mm-hmm. But in actuality, they, they aren't. I think we're actually too small government. And then that's a great running point for Republicans to be like, we're all for small government. The yeah, everything yeah. controls us, right? We want to be against it, so it helps them. But then it also helps like Democrats and the FBI be like, "Hey, we can do so much using our government power because we have so much power. We can help you." But in actuality, I think it's not as powerful as we think it is. That's my hmm. weird conspiracy. So, like, I think Bush was an idiot, couldn't pre-plan it. But when it did happen, he was like, "Yeah, I'm the truth. I'm gonna get us through this," and it got him reelected. So, I would say I would fundamentally disagree with you. What do you uh, mean? On the terms of like, I think that there are there is like a deep state, and there is like there is a group of people who we are either aware of or not aware of that well, are causing certain things to happen. Well, to regain power. Well, I mean, 
yes, that you're 100 percent right. But like, that's just like JFK invading Vietnam. Like that kind of stuff is happening all the time. That was George Bush being like, "We think there's weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. We're going into Iraq." That was people trying to keep their power by invading and with oil. The reason we went to Iraq was to get oil. It wasn't yeah. because we thought. But the thing is, my point was, uh, they're doing what you said is 100 percent true. Except we knew it happened. I think the government is so dumb that they can't secretly do stuff. I think everything they do to stay in power is shown to us, but just as people with such short attention spans, we don't get mad enough as it is. Uh, yeah. Even Trump agrees. Us invading Iraq was so messed up, mm-hmm. but we knew it happened. We It was told to us, but it's going to happen anyways. And that's exactly where it happens. Up, That's people we know of doing anything they can to stay in power because the best way to get reelected is be in the middle of a war and that's what bush did and i think it's uh there's there's the old saying of don't waste a good tragedy right Hmm. and and i think that was a great the democrats using uh coronavirus to definitely be like look how inept trump is or like someone knew we can handle it better i don't think coronavirus was created by anyone to take control i do think it was possibly made in a lab and got out but i don't think it was like purposely done or anything and again i think it's just politicians blatantly using something that they didn't control but now they're like now we can get control of it to not waste a good tragedy yes yes you and i on the same page on that for sure yes um i i'm a big believer with coronavirus that it is real it is hurting people but yeah. i i do think the numbers are exaggerated i think uh i think there is something to be said for there's power that's being um taken and controlled when they when the government's mandating people and requiring them to stay in their homes requiring them to do certain things i mean what happens when you're required to have a vaccine to do things you know uh i, I really worry about the steps that are being taken with all this and how blind people are to it seemingly more like i i do agree to that because again i'm i'm more moderate i, I don't like the forcing of things but then i also look at it as like america compared to other like i've traveled the world and other mm. countries look at us like we how do you look at Florida? Pigsty, right? You look at Florida, you're like, that's the South's trash can, right? <laughs> yeah. We are the like world's trash can in their views. Japan is so clean. Like, uh, they wear masks, they don't shake hands, they don't touch, and that's why they never had to do a full shutdown, right? Mm. And, and I think that's where it gets annoying, in my opinion, of like, I, I, don't, I, I don't agree with anyone being like, you have to stay home, like California, what they're doing. But if we would have just been like, Americans, we never wash our hands. We don't do a lot of cleansiness. We're seen as a very gross country to a lot of other mm, people. Yeah. But we look at other countries. Like, India is also seen that way by a lot of other countries. I think that go on record. Like, yeah. they're seen as worse than us. But um, if we would have just worn masks, not because we thought it protected us, but because we knew it could protect others. You know, that's why they, in Japan, someone's not wearing a mask because they're like, I don't want to get sick. They'll wear a mask if they have the flu because they're like, I don't want to give someone the flu. See, I heard something different. I heard that the real reason they do masks is to prevent touching of the face. There's, uh, in China, they're going to wear a mask because they, of the smog situation, right? Yeah. So they need, they need to breathe better, uh, not touching face, but they also, um, do it. It's just Asian tradition. White guy here. White guy explaining to you you're, the you're uh, fine, dude. Asian we, traditions. Political uh, correctness is not. Um, <laughs> it, it's just from from what I saw, they they are much more like um, caring about their surroundings. It's about respect, right? And it's respect. You gain respect by respecting others. Is kind of a belief there. So they'll wear a mask to not like just before coronavirus even 
when I went to China, they were wearing masks all the time. And it was because either it was a highly area, high area with smog, or it was because they were sick and they didn't want to give it to anyone else. So, and, and, and I mean, like I said, I went to these other countries. I don't think they're like the epitome of cleansing it. Clean, you don't walk there and you're like, oh my God, everyone's hovering off the ground. They're not even touching anything. It's more or less. Like, I don't think, yeah. I personally don't think, I, coronavirus is just something out of everyone's control in my opinion. And I don't think there is a right way to handle it, it, it mm. is, is where I get to. It's like, I personally am like, I like masks, especially in the cold. I was walking here, dude. Yeah. I hate masks and I like masks. I'm walking here. I'm like, wow, I'm really glad I have a mask. It's cold as hell outside right now. Negative three <laughs> degrees. My face is warm. But then I'm like trying to talk to someone and my glasses are fogging up. And I'm like, yeah. I hate masks. So it's, I'm not here to lecture anyone. If you're watching that and you're like, no, Jake, screw you. That's fine. I, 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 it's something where I don't know what, I don't know what the right answer is. And I think the biggest problem is no one knows the right answer. And that's why you have people who are like, lifting bands too early you have people forcing bands which is incorrect i think you just have so much not knowing not same page yeah. that it's gotten into a mess and that probably more people have died than needed to but that's the human condition not to know how to handle a situation mm. we're all still learning and that what then that's what brings me back to is i think the government is actually a bunch of dummies who don't know how to handle things you know what i mean yeah well i guess that's like the scary part with it right is like they're doing these things without it seemingly not really a lot of thought. There's mm-hmm. there isn't really a whole lot of scientific evidence, but behind a lot of the stuff that they're doing. Yeah, which you would think we would have kind of learned a little bit since uh, the what, last year. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess I was jumping back to um, what was it in 1918 or 1914? I think 1918 maybe. Uh, Spanish flu. Mm, yeah, Spanish yeah. flu, which was. Um, First of all, I don't even think Spain gave it to us. It, what, what what the reason it's called the Spanish flu was because all of our all the other country. I'm not sure you probably already know this. this no, is probably no stupid, I actually don't. Stupid fun fact. Um, we were all at war with each other, right? So we didn't really have time to be like, oh, you have this new type of flu, blah blah blah. But Spain, who wasn't at war, had time to look into it. Also, if we did know about it, would you really want to be the country to be like, hey? We found a new flu and all of our people are infected while you're fighting with another country. No, it's going to make you look weak and stupid. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Spain, who doesn't care, is like, hey, we've discovered something new. So then all these other countries, like right at the end of World War One, are like, oh, it's a Spanish flu. The Spaniards gave it to us. So And that's kind of where I feel bad for, for China in a way. <laughs> and I disagreed with like calling it Kung Flu and everything. <laughs> Is, as or, funny as that was. Yeah, I, I was like, geez, Louise. It, I, I personally disagree with like trying to be like, here's where it originated. Because there's no real way to know. I was in like the last year in January. I had to take three days off work because I was so sick. And it was a flu like I had never had before. Yeah. And it was all the symptoms of COVID. No, really? Um, mm. I had back pains which now i'm like oh they're saying back pains are a symptom but it's because your lungs hurt so bad oh interesting so um i was having back pains coughing non-stop i was coughing so hard that like i thought i was gonna like vomit it was awful and, and i was I'd never had been that sick in my entire life and it like fit all the things of covid but it was before covid was even like here and so many people say that like i think i had covid before and that's why i'm always like Trying to be like, this is where it came from yeah, is such yeah. a hard thing. But now that we did our little rant there, I feel bad. <laughs> I don't want anyone to think I'm like judging them. I'm just, I'd, I'd just stay safe. I hope no one yeah. else has. I feel bad. It's just when innocent people are dying, you always feel like you have to like say something. 
but you don't yeah. know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know any more than anyone else, man. You know what? All I will say is if they start man, you know, making people wear two masks, I'm becoming an anti-masker. I'm not fucking doing it. <laughs> Dang. I don't even masks. care anymore, no, man. I, no, I'm not really, but I'm I mean, not do, I'm not doing two masks, though. But I, like, I refuse. One mask is bad enough. I feel like a second mask doesn't even mean anything anymore. But you don't think that would like affect your breathing at all? One mask already messes up my glasses. Let's try, let's try it out right now. I got two masks right here. Cause oh, you got another mask? Yeah. Here, use mine. <laughs> Share mask. No, no, no. That, that, <laughs> no, that'd be an awful idea. Because look, your mask is already messing you up, right? But wait, couldn't it offer a way to put your glasses onto something else so now it isn't See, fogging your glasses up? Like, okay, so what you have to do is you have to, like, put it under... Jesus, put it under the bridge. Alright, and this one is designed... See, Mom and Dad, I am being safe. <sighs> oh! Are you fine and with it, Molly? Different. Like, you're like, two masks, who cares? Molly, why did you let me go? Molly, why were you not up here talking? I'm over here. I'm like, so here's my opinion. Um, We are like a trash can compared to other. I don't know if that's true. Why did I say that? I don't know. Molly, you could have stopped me from looking like a dummy. Oh, my goodness. All I know is history. I don't know anything else, all right? I base everything I know off of just my history knowledge, which is dangerous because history does not affect everything. Who goes into a math test and they're like, well, actually, in... 1932. <laughs> oh, God, it's so dumb. All right, let's change the subject. Move it on. I'm drowning. Well, okay. I'm dying again. So, so let's go to let's go to history because, I, like, I'm curious about your. You seem to know a lot, and Thank you, you obviously have a fascination about it. Yeah, yeah. What did like? Did you like it like when you were younger? Like, what's kind of your background? So I've always been bad at school. I had dyslexia mm. and ADHD, uh, okay. and was nope. yep. never good at school. I was only ever good in history, and I my te history teacher's name was Mr. Haydenfeld. Just really like made me fall in love with the subject and like I could always do really well in it compared to mm. all the other classes that I was like C student in. That was the one class I could always get A and then I took my uh, AP exam on it. Only class I got a four in for the AP exam. So the only one that even went to college credit. So it was a very, in, in a world where I always felt like I wasn't enough, this was the one thing that always gave me validation that, mm. that made me excited. It, I remember that was my first class of the day, my first period class of the day. Everyone's sleeping through it. I was... I loved it because it was hmm. it was so validating to learn, and I felt like um, I was like in geometry, I'm like I'm never gonna use this in science. I'm like I'm never gonna need to know this chemistry thing, but in history, it's the one thing that could also always be used to randomly see more intelligent, right? Mm. I was I started to flop on the COVID thing, so I was like, oh my god, I'm underqualified. Where do I go to? thing i know most i was like spanish flu right let's mm. talk about that and, and origins you know so it has honestly become a safety net for me as well of if i don't know what i'm talking about it's that one thing because what am i going to be like well covid blah 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 did you know the square root of 472 could actually be seen like you know what i mean mm. like it's something that can almost always be used in conversation and, and, and it again it all started back to like it was this cool validation of like i felt like i was the dumbest kid in the world I had something mm. to, I had something that could actually make me feel like I was worth it and I could actually be successful enough in school, you know. So that's kind of where that all stemmed from and now it's the one thing I've st stuck with. So hmm yeah. That's kind of cool. Uh yeah. damn. Yeah, I I mean I've never really gone into history. My dad was a huge history buff. Nice. But I've always appreciated it. Um 
I mean, you could argue for a lot of the stuff going on right now politically. Uh, people should know a little more history, maybe. <laughs> yes. Forming some opinions. You there know? are. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> people will just say the dumbest stuff, and I'll be like, well, actually, no. Like, I don't even know where to start. It, it's so frustrating. But the thing that's more frustrating is knowing history, and then someone mm. says some stuff, and you're like, no. Yeah, and like they're the kind of person they think they're the right, and you can't shut them up. Oh yeah, yeah, because then they're like, that's the most annoying. Is like if you correct someone on the left or right with like a historical thing, they're like, Trump is the worst president ever, and you're like, well, actually, Andrew Johnson and James Buchanan, along with even considerably possibly Woodrow Wilson or Franklin Pierce, you start throwing out these names that they probably don't know, and they're like, oh, you're just a Republican. <laughs> or on the other side, they'll be like. Donald Trump has done more for the African-American community than any other president. And you're like, well, actually, Ulysses S. Grant eradicated the first wave of the KKK. And if they would have followed his ideologies, the KKK would have never even been able to come back. He was one of the most forward-thinking Republicans. He was considered a radical Republican because he and Garfield and others believed in um, uncompromising freedom of every single individual. And they considered uh, African-Americans and anyone uh, just as much as him, right? So it's like, for his time, he did more. Right, and they're like, mm. and, and then they'll be like, "You're just a Democrat." And I'm like, "Jesus, no, man! I'm just telling you that historically, your thing is inaccurate." Right, right. It's there. It's not even opinion based. Right, like there are worse presidents than Trump. Yeah, there are better presidents than Trump. And then there, there's presidents who have done more for different communities than other presidents. Right. It's not like I'm. It's so annoying that. If you present, it's become to the point now where if you present someone a fact, they go, well, that's just your opinion. <laughs> and so we live in such an opinionated world where even facts have become opinions. <laughs> and that's what is so annoying to be someone who does know some facts. I, you can't, know? I can't hang out with people like that. Who are yeah. just like, like, yeah, like you said, like, they're just like, no, that's your opinion. Like, no, that that's not an opinion. You're an idiot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm leaving. Goodbye. Like, like <laughs> If someone loves JFK, and I was like, mm. I'll be like, well, I don't know, what, like, because he had the highest approval rating in his first hundred days than any other president, right? I'm like, that's so crazy because on his 87th day in, he did the Bay of Pigs, which turned out to be a disaster. And they'll be like, nope, JFK is still the best. That's just your opinion. I was like, no, Bay, Bay of Pigs happened. It was a thing that happened 87 days. So it's just, it's frustrating to just kind of like. I don't know. It's it's not an opinion when it's a fact, but yeah, yeah. Well, and and that's the thing that's so hard in this day and age with the internet and media mm. is like even the fact checking sites are wrong. There, yeah, I've I've heard things on podcasts where like those people are getting paid by certain people to say something. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, it, it's a very there's no standard of accurate information. What what you have to do is um, but then you have people who will be like that will be like so extremist in a belief. They'll be like, send me an article that's not peer reviewed because those peers are clear. But it's like, no, you, you, sh you should not be first of all, don't read non peer reviewed articles. But like, I understand where they're coming from, right? They're like, well, if it's peer reviewed, they're clearly just of the same mindset, but it goes both ways. If you're just reading an article that in my job, I write two articles a day, right? Oh, um, wow. Yeah. Damn. So, so I write stuff. It's dumb stuff. It's like, WandaVision, things you may have missed, you know, stupid, <laughs> non-meaningful stuff, right? But You're like, the enemy. Yeah, yeah. But, like... <laughs> You're the asshole writing exactly, all this stuff. Exactly. It's awful, man. Um, but, like, I could write something. In that article, no one's peer-reviewing me. I could post it. I could be like, in WandaVision, um, Batman actually showed up. He crossed over from the DC yeah, universe. Yeah. I could just write that. 
no one's peer reviewing me. So mm-hmm. it goes that way for like history, right? Someone could just write something crazy. So when they're like, I don't want to see a peer reviewed thing. It's like, well, you should see something that's not just randomly posted, but I understand where they're coming from. So that's where it gets into, you should be willing to, if you're going to be confident enough to comment on something and have an opinion on something, your research should not be conspiracy searched where instead of being like JFK assassination, you go JFK assassinated by the CSI or CIA, right? Because mm. then you're, you're telling it what you want to see, mm. right? So I people see. will do conspiracy hunting where to back up their own conspiracy, they'll type what they already believe. So all the articles that show up is just stuff that validates it. So yeah. what I believe people should do is whatever you're looking into JFK assassination you just type in JFK assassination. You don't click on the first article. Just read that and go, there we go. You have to you have to read articles that aren't peer-reviewed, articles that are peer-reviewed, articles. If you're going to be commentating on something, giving an opinion to people who are willing to listen, research it a lot. Do mm-hmm. enough research on it. Don't be like, here's what I believe off of this one article. You know, yeah, so they it goes both read, ways. You just read yeah, the headline. That is, yeah, a large majority <laughs> of people just read headlines. I'm so. guilty of that too. You know, I think... Uh, I guess that's what I'm saying is like, that's the problem. Like it creates like echo chambers, you know, oh, we're just yeah. talking about parlor, you know, uh, it, it, Twitter's know. become an echo chamber. Oh Dude, yeah. Easy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everything, everything is, is an echo chamber. Everything gets canceled. It's you're watch Joe. You watch Joe Rogan. Yeah. 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 Did yeah. you see the one with Tim pool and uh, the, the Twitter execs? No, but I know go, what you're talking. I saw clips of it because yeah. I, I thought it was pretty cool. Go back about. and watch that. That is yeah. some crazy shit. Every time, they they make it they make a good point and they're like you guys are fucked up those like we'll take that into consideration yeah they yeah, never yeah. do they, they do that you every know, oh every executive God. does that they are the worst I technically have a Twitter account for this thing but I do not fucking I don't post yeah. I don't use it and, and that's what then that's what it comes to though that's so funny is the result of Twitter is kind of unchecked capitalism I believe in capitalism mm. I'm a you want to sound really stupid? Socialist capitalist. <laughs> Which is the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> let me let me let me explain that real quick. And then and then we're ending with a question because I don't want to end on that. Well, do you know who Andrew Yang is? Yes. 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 Uh, I consider him uh, borderline socialist capitalist, where he's like, well, here's really? what the government huh. can do for you. Well, UBI. That is a overbearing government uh, belief that is has socialist roots but it's also based in capitalism he's going i want to give you this money to support small businesses and support your fellow americans which is rooted in capitalism the belief of capitalism is that any anybody can like make it you can make your own money yeah and and that's what's so frustrating of him always getting like shot down because i believe his ubi plan would be like um it's it's the new welfare that anyone can get Right, so it doesn't matter if you're the poorest of the poor, or the richest of the rich, but you still fill out forms, you fill it out like it's that. So like, there, there, it'd still be like you're on welfare now, right? But mm-hmm. like, if you make thirty thousand dollars a year, that extra twelve thousand dollars is a huge difference. If your car breaks down, now you're not like, oh, I'm in debt. But now you can also go out to that restaurant that you've always wanted, that new local restaurant that's a little bit more expensive than the fast food place. Now you can go out and pay for it, and it's so great. But then people's argument would be like. What stops the billionaires from applying for it? It's like, well, right now, if someone said, fill out this multi-form thing for 12 extra dollars, $12 to you right now, a year, mm-hmm. would you fill it out? No. Exactly. So why would a billionaire be like, thousand extra dollars a month? <laughs> yes, sir. So no. And then the other argument, though, is, well, 
when a poor person just live off that $12,000, it's like, you should not care what that very poor person's doing. $12,000 a year in America is not the best life ever. It's not like with that $12,000, they're now not working and buying a Lamborghini. They're going to be scraping pennies their entire life. If they don't want to work and just keep that $12,000, that's not my business because with my $12,000 and me working hard, now I can go buy a new car. You know what I mean? That's like studying very hard for a test and the kid next to you doesn't. You go to school the next day and the teacher goes, for this one test, I actually am going to put the answers up on the board. Are you going to be like, no, I studied and you get to question three and you don't know the answer? Out of spite, are you really not going to look up just to double check your answer? So that's where it comes into be where it's like, are you really so mad that some poor person who doesn't work, who's lazy, gets that $12,000 that you don't think you deserve a new car because you work hard? You know, like you Mm. deserve that $12,000. You're a hardworking American. You deserve that extra $12,000 a month and it helps support small business and everything. And it also supports, uh, I think it'd bring back the, uh, many Republicans support the two family household, right? And they're very mad that a lot of democratic uh, policies kind of support single family households. This is a democratic policy that would support two family households because the more, if you're in a relationship, that's $2,000 a month instead of $1,000. So, hmm. I don't know. I kind of went on political rant. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. Uh, I don't know. I guess my thing with that is I don't really support the welfare state, and I'm not really a fan of socialism at all. Um, mm-hmm. I, I do, I do think that in the capitalist society that we're in, it we're at a point where it's it's like the we, we have reaped the benefits of capitalism too much to the point where it's gone to very very few people. And we're seeing the mm-hmm. bad side of capitalism right now. Yes, because it's been unchecked, exactly. which is the problem. I don't support unchecked capitalism. Yeah, no, me, like- me neither. Um, but I guess I guess I think when you make a move like that, because, yes, the people who are on the lower end of the spectrum, they could use that money and that – I'm not saying that they shouldn't get it, but in a true free market, you know, capitalistic society, having that pressure would force them to – you know, it, it's kind of like Darwin's Darwin's survival of the fittest. Yes, in a sense. But that twelve thousand, I I feel like people are overestimating how much twelve thousand dollars is. To pay rent in a pretty solid apartment in many areas is a thousand dollars itself, right? Yeah. But imagine how much all those people living in tents right now. So the, the way this would be done was the welfare program is now changed to UBI, the legalization of marijuana. That right there is enough money to give every American a thousand dollars a month for the next six years. Right. And the way it doesn't cause inflation is because it is the new welfare. Just everyone can apply for it. It's not just given all these homeless people living in California. Now they can afford really shit apartments, but now they're in apartments and now they're back on their feet because one of the hardest things to do is how are you going to get a job if you're covered in scabs after being addicted to drugs for so long and you can't afford to get any help this is a great way to push people again be like here's a little bit of money and now you can live in the you can actually start living again so because right now poor people's biggest thing is how do i live to the next day so now if you're taking that fear away you're now giving them how can i be successful tomorrow instead of how do i live tomorrow so UBI is actually giving a push to the poorest of the poor. And it's and again, I know your argument is valid. You're like, well, how does it give people an incentive? Again, $12,000 a year is probably helping with food and apartments, 
right? But now that these really poor people who, again, have just been living every day of like, how do I live tomorrow? How do I feed my kids? Now they're like, holy shit, my McDon my job at McDonald's uh, that paid for the bare minimum, now if I get this extra $1,000, this $12,000 a year, I can now afford a car. Oh my God, I have a car now, so I don't have to walk to work to Burger King because that's the only place I can get to to work. It opens up opportunities and I do think that the benefits outweigh the cons yes there will be people who feed off of it but there's people who negatively feed off of capitalism the only difference mm -hmm. is the people who negatively feed off of capitalism are making billions of dollars while we yeah. suffer and get nothing the people who would um, benefit off of that $12,000 UBI would be making literally only $12,000 while we also get $12,000 you know what I mean so the, yeah. the, the, the pros outweigh the cons so much in my opinion and feel free to counter obviously well but. here's my here's my thought to that you know why are these people like ultimately why are these people in this situation it's because their job doesn't pay them enough yes right so why why did these jobs not pay them enough because there's a minimum wage mm -hmm. my theory and this is outlandish and so many people have disagreed with me on this in true free market society if you take away minimum wage these businesses can't they can't like they can't pay people two three dollars an hour they won't work for them Mm -hmm. they, they, like that is forcing businesses hand to divide their wealth further. Yes. I, I don't disagree with that, but you, you are suggesting, um, your suggestion though is in a checked market. We are mm -hmm. in an unchecked market where the, the idea of minimum wage originally was to be like, you have to pay people this much. You can't underpay people, but now it's become a trap where it's like, this yeah. is as much as you get. What are you going to do? Buy a car and drive somewhere? <laughs> no, walk into work. And that's why you see so many places in low-income areas is they're forced yeah. to work. And I don't think that the, and I don't disagree with you on mm. that at all, but I think UBI, because we've already seen forms of it being given out in stimulus checks, is just something that's more likely to happen because the richest of the rich would lose less money with UBI, right? Because it's getting taken off government programs. But and us being like, we need to recheck the free market, blah, blah, blah. That starts losing them money. So I think while I don't disagree with your point, I don't think the richest of the rich would even let that concept or idea hmm. reach the floor. Compared to UBI, where it's government has already been like, oh, here's a few checks. Here's blah, blah, yeah. blah. That's just my – I just want to do the most – likely thing that can help the most people and help myself at the same time i want to be mm. selfless while being selfish and i think that's where a socialist capitalist society can come together with ubi hmm. i guess my like my whole thing is like less government i'm very libertarian um did you hear about that libertarian state that like failed though no no um so a bunch of libertarians came together and started their own town oh really i didn't know the that. only problem was that I, I, I used to be a libertarian, actually. That's why okay. I looked into it. I, 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 these libertarians were very selfish, though. And they're like, I watch for myself. So this one lady started leaving food out, and it brought bears. And the bears weren't scared of people. The town started having a bear problem, but there was no one to get paid to kill those bears. And nobody wanted to fight the bears. And then all of a sudden, this person got killed by a bear. And now this town's getting overrun by bears. The town isn't getting any electricity, isn't getting any water. Next thing they know, that town has become a third-world country. And I think that's mm. where the problem would come into with trying to do the I, I don't disagree with libertarianism and like Calvin Coolidge very hands-off small government guy but one could argue that there's a time and place for small government and there's yeah, a time and place because I'm not full on anarchist or anything yeah 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 you know because like Calvin Coolidge one could debate that his handoff ideas that inspired Herbert Hoover could lead to the Great Depression 
So there, mm. I think there are times that the government should intervene, and I, that's why I support socialist capitalism. I don't mm. think the government should always be there being like, hey, what's up, man? What you doing? You got, you good? You good? Yeah. I just think from time to time, they come and knock on their door, and they're like, hey, man, I'm checking up on you. You doing all right? And you're like, yeah, I think my life's on track. They're like, cool. It's not them coming to your door every day, and they're like, hey, what you doing, man? You spending money? You spending my money? What are you doing? You know what I mean? So I, I think there should be a check and balance because i i think america has the opportunity i think america is great right now but i do think america has the opportunity to, to be the greatest and to be the greatest there has to be this per this great balance of uh, it's yin and yang man it's mm. the government helping us but also letting us have our freedom right because everyone needs help right you don't just wake up one day and you're like i'm good all on my own everyone needs help right you, you starting a youtube channel you 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 need word of mouth mm -hmm. that's yep. like people helping you right so it's something where i just believe that the government should help a little bit but also give us our space and create this perfect yin and yang and that's why i support andrew yang no i <laughs> and you know i actually do i actually do like andrew yang mm -hmm. uh, i i would vote for him definitely um i i think he's a smart individual he like he has the good this is going to sound terrible but he has the good qualities of trump like he's a businessman, he's yeah. independent. You know, well, I just don't think Trump. I, I don't think Trump cared as much about oh, people as he portrayed himself. No, definitely to. not. And that's where he is definitely a whole lot better than him in that. That's what sure. I like about Yang is Yang yeah. seems like he genuinely cared. Like I went um and on my Instagram, I got pictures of him with him because I oh, got to no meet way. with him, oh, and he was so genuine when I met him and I read his book, and he just seems like such a great. It made me really be like. I'm going to go for up to bat for this guy. I've never supported a political politician ever. I've never said who I voted for ever. Mm -hmm. Only candidate I've ever been like, yeah, yeah, is there's two people, Ulysses S. Grant and Andrew Yang. So let me ask you this. Do you think they'll ever let him? Do you think they'll ever let him be president? If he wins mayor of New York City, I think that's going to open the doors for him. Damn. But he has to win mayor of New York City first. Mm -hmm. He needs to prove himself electable. And then mm. the DNC will give him a chance. He hadn't. He didn't have enough experience. And the DNC is corrupt as hell, so they weren't even going to let him have a chance. They tried to shut him down, but he, the internet actually helped him become what he is. Mm. And I think if he wins the mayor of New York City and proves himself electable and proves himself to be, because Bernie Sanders is considered too far left. I think Andrew Yang, because already he's being considered the bipartisan uh, mm. candidate, which is crazy because he has very left leaning views. UBI left leaning, but. Since Donald Trump, under Trump's presidency, we got two checks from the government, so many people are becoming open to UBI. I'm very excited for the future of him if he can win New York City. Hmm. Uh, I want to vote bath and break here really quick, but I do, do want to ask you one question before that. Talking about all this, mm -hmm. all these problems, how do you, th like, what do you think are the steps for us to get out of it, in your opinion? Like, how, how do you think we can solve this mess with the government and, you know, we're talking about inequality and income and all that? What's your was it, what are your theories? Anarchy. We burn Damn. everything to the ground. No, 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 no. That was a joke. Oh my god. Just uh, you wouldn't it. be the first you, person that's coming in and said that. You just <laughs> cut it there. End it there. There's no ending. It is just uh, we can. I, I'll, I'll talk about it after the bathroom break. But that'd be so funny if you just <laughs> anarchy. Done. <laughs> Thank you for coming, Jake Trevor. We can talk about it after the bathroom break. Oh, uh, okay. A little right. rant. All right. Cool. Cool. Uh, we'll be right back then. All right. We are back. Real quick, uh, so we were talking about your solution. Yes. Your solution and everything. Jake Trumper has the answer, the meaning to light now. Can I tell, <laughs> wait, can I tell you something like low-key? Sure. Go I kind of want to be president someday. <laughs> yep. 
Yep. Damn. Vote Jake. Jake Trumper for president. I gotta wait till the uh, that name starts being. Dude, open. it never will. You're fucked. <laughs> You're fucked, man. <laughs> yeah, no. My whole my whole thing was gonna be like I didn't go to college, and I because my first job was working in a factory, so I was like uh, connect okay. with the common man kind of thing. Ah, but, that's uh, a good move. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if right now I I'm not I not educated enough on it to be like here is the exact solution but um nobody the key the key is listening to what the people are saying observing what the people are doing and then Mm. drawing your correlation and result and mine would be you said a lot of people go and just say anarchy it's the only way burn it down why do people feel so trapped that they have to burn it all down you know yeah because they feel i mean they feel disenfranchised yes unlistened to just drop, put mm-hmm. down. There's no chance for them. They're not going to make it. They're just going to live it day to day, right? Yep. There's nothing there for them. But then you also see, uh, like with Wall Street, all those people came together, and by the end of it, it wasn't about the money. It was about sending a message to hedge funds. Yeah. And you saw a bunch of people come together. So we're hearing people say that they feel like they can't do anything, and we're seeing people do something when they're given the chance to do it. You know what I mean? So. I think it, it, the, to make try to make a claim of being like, well, Americans and people these days are just lazy it is, is wrong. And, and I think what we really need to do is um, it, it, the reason I support UBI is I know some people's argument will be it doesn't give someone an incentive. Once you start giving someone free money, they're not going to want to do anything, right? But my thing is, is COVID's destroyed small business. COVID has, COVID has opened the gates that we have to close has opened the gates to online shopping, multi-billion dollar companies that are only mm. on the internet. No one wants to go anywhere. No one wants to do anything. We're going to see places like I drove past Adventureland coming up here. That's an awesome theme park. I would hate to see it get closed, but it's not like it offers the most, right? Like it's like, I'm not going to be like, yeah, Adventureland, I could go there every day. I'm going to go there once, mm. once in the summer, but yeah. cause it's also kind of expensive. But if we start giving people, that thousand dollars a month that incentive um i make enough money i'm doing fine my dream is to open up a mini golf course someday i'm not gonna open up a mini golf course well <laughs> no one has any money to spend there so what i'm gonna lose my investment but with that extra twelve thousand dollars i can invest in opening up a mini golf course people can invest little bits of throw pennies and dollars at me to go in there because they've got that extra money. I think the only way, and people are losing losing their small businesses because of lack of money. I think the only way is for the government to intervene now and start giving out UBI to help small businesses. The mom and pop shop, it's tragic. You, re, you hear about it, it's like a few thousand dollars would have saved them mm, if they yeah. if they if they could have just stayed kept their head above water, but they couldn't pay off the bills they owed. But those bills aren't million dollar like i feel like so many people are like they went under because they were like tens of thousands of dollars in debt it's like no it's those little stuff that gets them that tricks you up so that one thousand dollars a month could genuinely help people and then once they start saving up other people can open up their businesses we start seeing new ideas flourish because like people want to do stuff they can start going to amusement parks with their family and i genuinely think that the way we get it back on track is putting money not a not a not a large ass amount i think it's the legalization of marijuana um, the uh, the look at all the reckless spending the government does, all of the just useless money we throw into stuff, mm-hmm. and Military, I think all that. I yeah, I, I genuinely think we need to send an it's like sending an accountant to go to someone who's awful at spending money, right? Yeah, we need to do something yeah. with that. We we need to identify that like 
money's just getting thrown to the wind with some stuff. And not even the military. Like, you just look into stuff that's just like, what? We're putting money into this? And I, and I think there's just so much we need to look into. Find a way to pay the American people that does not increase the debt, but and also does not make people lazy. I'm not being like, yeah. everyone deserves free money, man. I'm thinking it's we get rid of the concept of welfare, where welfare is basically – welfare, in my opinion, is being like – here a literal handout it's not saying here's how you can do better because it's giving you it's giving people the bare minimum but it's like keeping their head above water so it's just like it's helping them live day to day but it's not helping them want to grow day to day yeah i guess that's my argument so i guess the difference between you me is just the amount you just think it should like like you you agree like you just say you don't agree with welfare state but you agree with helping people out but it has to be a substantial amount well in the sense of welfare only a certain percentage of americans can have it it's very weird the way it works there's food stamps but so many people who are against like food stamps and against that are people who grew up on it but they've convinced themselves oh my family deserved it because they worked hard those other people who don't have it they don't work hard and that that they were told by the government that they were tricked by a government that you you were on it, but that's but you that's okay because you're not lazy. Your neighbor they're lazy. Screw you. Who, what right do you have to be like my family wasn't lazy, but yours was. That's where I'm at. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, not screw you. Screw the <laughs> hypothetical person I made up. Um, so that's where I'm like the 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 idea of welfare. While I don't agree with it completely, it's not wrong. I think welfare should be. I don't think you should just start giving people $1,000 because that's going to increase inflation. People are yeah, like, you got $1,000 now? Um, yeah, that, yeah, everything's just more expensive now. Duh. That's why you have to make it as welfare where it's like you file for it so then the government can't be like, oh, everyone has $1,000. No, because it's still welfare that everyone can apply for, but not everyone's going to have. You know what I mean? So like the government couldn't be like, we're going to increase it. Not the government. The big corporations are going to be like, we're going to increase everything because there's no way to prove that. Like, the minimum wage didn't get raised. It's just welfare is now different and people can apply for it now. So you've got more people on welfare. And obviously that shows up. Like if I apply for that welfare, it says I'm on welfare now. Even if I'm making, if someone's making $40,000 a year, they don't need to be on welfare, right? If there's, if they're just a couple, no kids, no nothing. Uh, one makes 40,000, one makes 30,000. They're doing fine, but they both can apply for that welfare now. And they, they it's just on their record. It's like, you're on welfare. But, like, that doesn't mean you can't open a business, you can't do this, but it does show up. Like, if you're mm. trying to get a loan, it shows up, and then that's where it comes into, like, explaining, credit score, all of that. But I just feel like there's so many people who have just been, they can't even take a step up because they've been buried so much. Yeah. So you need to give them that money to dig themselves out in the first place. And that's why there's so much homelessness. Once you get to the point of you're homeless, you can't get out. You feel so trapped. You're screwed. You get into drugs. Now you're even more trapped. It's so hard. And you hear the people and they're like, this is my comeback story of how I'm not homeless. They're living in a one-bedroom apartment, closed up, peeing in the corner. They're like, my life's great now. It's like, yes, you did it, but you're going to be there the rest of your life. It's yeah. so hard. And and they're going to tell you about the one in a million story of that homeless guy who's now a millionaire. It's like, yeah, that one guy out of millions of other people. You know what I mean? That's what they're always going to tell yeah. you, right? They're going to tell you the one guy. Same with COVID. They're going to tell you about the one person who died, but not the millions who got over it, you know? And that's the that's the problem with the media. So they, they're they going to tell you, oh, homeless people can make it. No, the government's, it's rigged against them now. You're yeah. so far down. It's rigged against you and me. If we're not multimillionaires, it's very hard. Like, 
doesn't it feel like YouTube sometimes it's rigged against you? Like you're like, I put out great content, why is yeah, it not getting yeah. shown? And that's how it feels for so many people. Yeah, yeah. And that's how it feels for so many people in America just in general. That's why they're like, burn it all down. And then when you give them the chance to fight the bigwigs, they're like, yeah, let's do it. They want to. And that's why I believe in UBI. And I think $1,000 is that perfect number. That's not too little. Because if you're just like, hey, here's 500 bucks. They're like, cool, that pays some of my rent compared to the thousand where they're like oh cool i can put 500 into this and save 500 or even if they can just save 100 I, what what is it it's just like 60 percent of americans can even cover a 500 surprise fee right now mm. that's yeah. insane that's so dangerous and those people who can't do that they've convinced themselves they're like oh i'm doing fine at least i'm not that guy it's like you're doing fine but it's like monopoly what happens when all of a sudden <laughs> something breaks down bro what happens when you draw that bad card you're wrecked. You're now you're in debt and credit. Now your credit score is bad. Oh, congrats! You can't get that house in three years. But we convince ourselves we're doing fine. I, mm. I'm doing just fine enough, and I want to keep telling myself I'm doing fine. So that homeless guy does not deserve a thousand dollars. It's like you'd be doing better. You getting that extra money is making you do better too. Mm. And that's why I support UBI, and I think that's a great starting point. UBI will help mm. reinvigorate small towns, small businesses, small everything. Because small towns, everything's moving out of there. Small towns are just becoming empty, right? They're, really? I think the opposite with COVID. Everybody's kind of leaving the city. I mean, maybe not here. Oh, no, here. no, sorry, sorry. People aren't leaving small towns, but businesses oh. can't survive in small towns. Oh, that one, that one see, video see. rental place, that local video rental mm. place, oh, they mm. were they were already on yeah, a down track true. for years, that's and true. now they're wrecked. That ice cream place, that local ice cream pit place, wrecked, right? That's what I meant. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not people leaving. People are trying to leave the big city, but it's like places that years ago, before all the internet selling, that could survive in a small area. Mm. and get, yeah. I guess a kid... I'm so thank like when I was a kid living in Solon, thank God there was a movie and ice cream place I could go to. But nowadays kids are like, well, I guess I'll just get it off the internet and wait three days. And all these poor businesses are closing people's livelihood. And then you're just going to have more and more Americans be like, shit, what do I do? So this thousand dollars is reinvigorating so much for small business, for individuals. And I think like, yes, there'll be a few people who abuse it. But again, we're looking at, I think we're looking at the wrong thing there. We're looking mm. at the, Oh, that one person in a million is going to abuse it, and what they're going to live? They're going to live like it's not like they're living in a mansion because they're abusing it, though. That's the thing is, mm. why should you not be able to buy a new car like you deserve for working hard just because that homeless person now instead of living in a box because they're lazy and they're living in a box is now living in a studio apartment? You know what mm. I mean? Just because some some one person's abusing it doesn't mean you should suffer as well. And I think more, I think it would help more people, and they would use it for better reasons because again, they don't have to focus on. How do I live? They're like, hey, how can I succeed? I want a new car now. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm inspired. You know? Hmm. Maybe not. No, 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 no. no. Uh, that, that's, in, that's an interesting thought, really. That's very, that's like a very central middle ground point of view. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> um, central. Central. <laughs> no. I think ultimately, like, we just need to give it like 20 years. We need to just get some fresh faces in government. We need people who like actually understand what's going on. We don't yep. need. Uh, Eric, Eric Weinstein has a really good analogy. It's like old people, the like grandma and grandpa, like keeping the bicycle, like imagining that there's a bicycle that you pass on generation to generation. Yeah, yeah. And there's a toddler who just wants the bicycle, and the grandpa's just riding on the bicycle and just won't give it up. Yeah, like, that's where and we're it's living. It's skipped in. generation, like yeah. it hasn't gone to. Yeah, yeah. I I agree with that. I like that analogy. Yeah, it's a good one. So we can hope for the best. Um, I know it's getting time to wrap up but mm -hmm. kind of bringing everything full circle i wanted to ask you about this uh i've seen on youtube you do 
I don't know how to describe it. If it's stand up or if it's kind of like a poetry. Like, do you have any experience? Like, obviously not doing oh, it now during COVID. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, have you ever done like stand up or performance like that? Yeah, in yeah. Form? Uh, mostly in Cedar Rapids, mm-hmm. at places like the Shores Event Center and stuff like that. Um, okay. Back in back in high school, I did a lot of like poetry comedy. Um, mm, yeah. I I'm not a poet. I have to go <laughs> off of the comedy aspect of it. Yeah. So yeah. they'll be like, oh, there's a poetry contest. I was like, I want to be part of that because I want to be on stage. But I can't make something meaningful. So I'm like, ah, oh, I'll make it funny. I'll try to put a funny twist on it, you know? Yes. And I think that's where it is, is um, if you want to perform on stage, do it. But find your niche and get ready to also get crushed a few times. Mm. Like, there's oh, going to yeah. be, it's, have you done any, like, uh, stuff on stage? So I've, I've, uh, I do rap. I've gotcha. done that. Yes. I, I've done that one time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do kind of want to perform maybe this summer, but it kind of just depends on what's going on. And, mm-hmm. you know, I have a lot of anxiety about a performing and yep. B just, I don't really know if that's something I really like to focus on the music. I kind of really like doing this a lot more. Yeah. So we'll see. But, um, basically like I was in, I was in band and stuff mm-hmm. in high school. So I, I've had a little bit of experience. Actually, uh, the Rose Bowl, I marched in the Rose Bowl one time really? in California yep, for that's marching awesome band. yeah you want to hear something awful though yeah I left my mouthpiece I played the tuba and left my mouthpiece in the case so for the entire five and a half miles and so I uh, I went uh, to MLC Floyd Valley uh, in northwest Iowa and they're the Dutch so they have these uh, wooden shoes they have to march and you had to wear like three pairs of socks just to survive in these wooden shoes like inside out wooden shoes I had to march five and a half miles in those things in California and I didn't get to play a single note I just held the tuba the whole time. It was awful. <laughs> you suck! <laughs> that sucks! Dude! How could you forget the mouthpiece? Oh my god! I was so in the moment. Like, you, you dummy! Oh my god! Goon! Oh! <laughs> That's why I do a podcast. Jesus, Com- comfortable environment. Oh my no, whole god, that sounds awful. Yeah, it was a nightmare. Oh I, my god. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> maybe like Borlitz. <laughs> oh my god, I just said you suck. <laughs> that. Oh man, uh, did you feel bad? You felt real bad. I did. Oh, I did. still it, think it, about it. Still think no, about it from no, time not, to time. No, no, not like that. Uh, no, it was like, you know, being in band, it was just built up for the whole fucking year, you know, and then the very end. It, it choked. Yeah. It choked yeah. a little bit. And th- that happens, though. People choke, you know? You know, I think it, I think it's been a good experience. It's made me, it's been a part of the person who I am. I think if you want to be successful, you have to fail really bad. Yeah. Like, you have to. Yeah. You take outs. And some failures are bigger than others. It's the peaks and the valleys again. And exactly. I, I think uh, some valleys hurt. <laughs> some valleys some valleys have like water that catch you. Other valleys are sharp rocks, and that shit hurts. <laughs> and it impales you, hurts the ego, bad, bad. Yeah. I'm just, I can't even. There's so many. Uh, I, I'd say probably the ones that hurt the most are like I do a lot of like theater productions as well. Mm. Um, I did one where it was like the one time I I got to sing right right. I was like yeah yeah I'm gonna kill this shit right. <laughs> got my mic <laughs> it's a it's a theater a theater every single person you could be a lead or you could be the smallest character if you're on stage you're mic'd so everyone can hear you yeah i go out there and i can't even remember the thing and i go 
Oh, fuck. Like, in my head, I'm just like, oh. Uh, Everyone else is like, the person before me, you hear them clear as day. So it's like, blah, 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 blah. And then it's me. And everyone's like, is his mic okay? And oh my God. And it, there's a joke in theater. Like every single mistake that happens gets written down, written down <laughs> for the for the thing. I was like, oh shit, that's getting put in the notes. That's, and, and it was just the worst. And it hurts so bad because you know there's people there. They're watching you. Maybe family's mm. there. <sighs> nah. Embarrassing. It hurts, man. It hurts. Yeah, yeah. You got to take the L's with stride though and make it make you a better person. Yeah, exactly. And, and you, yeah, don't forget you, your mouthpiece next time, man. <laughs> All right? Jesus Christ. I don't play any instruments anymore that require my Was it about so. traumatizing? Yeah, You're like, I'm so done. I'm, I'm never done. doing this again. Are you serious? Well, no. I mean, I, I play I play a little bit guitar. That was always my main, like... Okay, okay. That was always my main thing. Uh, but Could be yeah, a little I, Dutch guy playing a guitar, though. <laughs> I wasn't going to cut it. I, I'm not Dutch. I'm Irish. I was an invader. <laughs> <laughs> I have no Dutch in me. There's not a single... Well, the shoes. The shoes. The were. shoes, yeah, yeah. The shoes Dutch. Um... I think it's a good place to wrap it up. With the Dutch and the with Irish. With the Dutch. With the Dutch and the Irish. Jake Trumper has been a hell of a time. It's. I feel like we got a little too deep into politics there, but hey, <laughs> what are you going to do? It's a podcast. It's, yeah. And you are you are on the Macaulay Hours podcast. Yeah. You're going to so. get like one of six things, I feel like. It's either going to get political. Yeah, it's going to get like homicidal. You know? <laughs> I heard you talk about that one time. You think about killing people when you're on drugs. You know? So am I getting into drugs? You might get some. There's a lot that could happen. I'm glad we went down the route of me not getting killed, though. So yeah, glad yeah. we got political. <laughs> could have been way worse. <laughs> That's a good thought, I guess. All right. Uh, next week we're gonna have VD80 on. Um, he's a, he's a local musician. Uh, he just got a rehab, so I'm gonna. <gasps> That's so good for him. Yeah. So I'm gonna talk to him about. That's that. That's so exciting. Wow. I'm gonna watch that one. <laughs> I don't watch the other one. They're all bad, but that one I'm gonna watch. <laughs> I'm going to watch that one. Uh, Jake Trumper. Uh, he has the Jink podcast. Uh, if y'all are on TikTok, find him on TikTok. You might have made me reconsider and start doing some TikTok Get a TikTok. Stuff. We'll see. Molly got so fucking excited seeing me do that. No, but here, let me let me, let me me rephrase that before we end here. It's not going to be on my phone. It's going to be on yours. <laughs> <laughs> I'll play the game, but I'm not buying it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm some of the animal videos I like. <laughs> Too many of them. All right, buddy. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah. Um. If I I know you're you're all waiting to see rabbits, but if you ever need guests or anything, or if you want to collaborate, um, I can have you on again. You know? No. No. Done. <laughs> it's over. It's Hamilton time. I it's almost me. <laughs> Fix this thing, man. <laughs> Well, we're moving new studio in a couple episodes. That'll be awesome. That'll be be awesome to see, man. Yeah, yeah. All right. Take care, everybody. Have a good night. Peace. Bye. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to today's episode with Jake Trumper. Hell of a time, as always. Um, I wish him well on his endeavors, and I hope he continues his success on TikTok, the internet, and, yeah, all that. Stay tuned. Next week, we're going to be live once again bd80 we're gonna talk about um his music um he just recently got a rehab so i'm probably gonna pry him about that um and yeah after that i I guess this is a good time to announce after that we will have um one more episode and then we are going to be taking a month off from the podcast we're going to be relocating to a new brand new studio it's going to look fine we're going to take a month to get all the final touches bells and whistles on the podcast to make it 
all that much better for you guys. So, thank you all who've been listening. Um, those of you who might be tuning in for the first time with uh, this audience uh, that Jake has pro- possibly brought on, um, I hope you all decide to come back. We have a variety of really interesting guests, and we're doing a lot of special things here. All right, everybody. Peace out. Have a good night.